Welcome to another of those conspiracy guys. This time we're going to be talking about a very strange case of a girl who can't stop telling porky pies. Uh, she is a pathological liar, uh, allegedly, <laughs> and uh, she she ended up, uh, I guess, uh, um, fuck, the word allegedly is probably going to be used a lot in this one, allegedly killing her, her infant child, uh, disposing of her, uh, saying nothing about it for a month, and then uh, the child was found, she was arrested. And she went on trial very famously for three years. This is the story of Casey Anthony. And joining me in the studio, I have uh, the effervescent star of stage and screen, the wonderful, the talented and the beautiful uh, Amelia Stewart. Welcome to the studio. I wish I got that every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's one one of those it's one of those things where uh, Amy has been listening to this show for years and now yeah. she's on it and it's like it, it's this surreal thing it'd be like if i was if i ended up on fair city and i'd be watching myself oh look at there's your man with the boobs <laughs> Stop. um so you're 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 a, a a superstar in ireland as it were i mean is that right that's that'd be a i nice would say idea. like you don't say that about yourself you're supposed to be real um coy and be like <laughs> some say it some say it is uh you you're on ireland's uh i guess premier uh soap opera longest mm. running show and you were yeah getting ratings that were smashing records last year is that right um yeah i was part of a kidnapping storyline um a kind of a joseph fritzel situation similar yeah 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 Yeah. and uh that's it's called fair city if you want to look it up if you're from outside of ireland you won't understand anything it's just completely (laughs) impenetrable outside of uh uh, dublin even and um you also run your own your director of artistic director of your own theater company bitter like a lemon Mm -hmm. so if you want to check out bitter like a lemon.com i think that's still active at some point it is still active it's not up to date but it is active some nice pictures there yeah Yeah. it's not it's not up to date it's still active like charlie sheen's hiv and true <laughs> and, very true <laughs> um you just uh, uh, finished a big long run of uh, roddy doyle's the snapper uh in, in nearly finished in, yeah in dublin's oh, in dublin's theaters uh grace in the dublin's theater stages yeah which has been really fun snapper's gas yeah it's great crack I, yeah. I love the movie uh it's i think it's part like roddy doyle is part of the irish lexicon the things he says yeah absolutely like it's it, um like the, people know George, Georgie Burgess like you just I know I actually had a thing the other day that um, some guy's name who was George Burgess I was like you ruined my life <laughs> imagine like it's yeah just, imagine if your name was George like who yeah. what cruel bitch would name her child like Mrs. Burgess what are you thinking about name the young fella thinking of calling him George yeah George I would yeah. think Georgie yeah maybe <laughs> <laughs> and um, we 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 dove we dove deep into this. Like you would be a fan of true crime, Amy, right? I would be, yeah. And I guess you've been part of playing a victim, and you don't just like <laughs> like some people would. Uh, you don't just phone it in. You just drop in and just like you know, uh, was it a crime one? Is it a crime one? Okay, yeah. You, you're a, you're a, a bit more method. You're a bit more kind of there's depth. Yeah, I. Uh... Well, I'm not Daniel Day-Lewis by any means, but I would like to do my research. I wouldn't just like to play by ear. Yeah. You know? A lot of people do, though. <laughs> and um, you you know what it's like to be the victim. You've you've played someone who was kidnapped, who was 
pretty much like uh, t- psychologically tortured. Yeah, I would like um, to play the victim a lot, actually. Like, I am actually typecast as the victim a lot. Yeah. Victim or a raging bitch. I think when you, <laughs> when you get into your 30s, you could get some of this, uh, this more um, uh, Sigourney Weaver type roles. Where oh, you're like, imagine. I would you like know, to play or, Casey Anthony. Uh, well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> just like there with your boobs in the, in court, just going like, I'm what? I didn't do anything to the kids. <laughs> Me? No, come on. <laughs> like that's what she was all about in court you know? i know i saw um so with that mentality like you know what it's like to be someone who is oppressed can you get yeah. into the mindset of what casey anthony went through like you love true crime you I love do. all this mad shit like we we're, were talking before we recorded the show about uh, mm. heaven's gate which is I love one of my a good cult. that's one of my favorite episodes mm. uh talking about marshall applewhite and his yeah. wife like can you like to think about how they're in that situation, bound together in in lies and conceit. Yeah, this is this is a very similar case, like where there's the Anthony family are, are stuck together in this web of lies that no one can unfurl. Yeah, and because the truth is so occluded from view, people are like, "Yeah, she mustn't have done it." It's nah, do you know? It seems like what what did you know about Casey Anthony before we started to look into this? Because you were like. I want that one. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I remember the trial. I remember going on for a really long time and just like, obviously I was just like, she killed her baby. Yeah, it's, it's not so long ago. Like this is in 2011. Uh, yeah. Well, 2008, the start yeah, of 2011. Because it kept coming back up. It was one of those things. Like I remember a couple of things like growing up, like Holly and Jessica and um, obviously the first oh, thing. Oh yeah, those two girls that went missing. In, yeah. Uh, like, Madeline McCann. Madeline McCann. One. And then... Um, Casey Anthony, I was, I did, her and her daughter's name were too similar that I didn't yeah, know who it was who Casey for Anthony. a while. Well, that's why I decided yeah. to call the, um, I decided to call the episode uh, Casey Anthony rather than Kaylee Anthony because yeah. it's not really about the kid. And I, I try no. not to take the piss out of the victims as much as possible uh, in these kind of true crimes. It's more about the murderer because I mean, the person yeah. who got murdered or raped or attacked or, you know, it's not their fault. No. So I, I wanted to focus maybe on Casey, on her actions and the actions of her family. And like, Kaylee's a fucking toddler. What can you say? Do you know what I mean? I know. Not even three. Like. Yeah. She didn't use her potty. Oh, she was asking for it. Yeah. You know, she did the whittle in her knickers. Oh, yeah. Going to bin you. So Casey ended up being, you're very empathetic. I can see you're like. Oh. It breaks my heart. Even I like know, it's terrible. just seeing the little pictures of her little face and all this. Like, yeah. Oh God, how could anyone hurt a child? But the thing is, like it happens like all day every day i know i fell into a black hole of yeah. the dark net actually and one of those things about pedophilia and i was just like the, stair- the staircase as well there's loads of there's loads of these um <sighs> it's just unsolvable crimes like yeah and madeline mccann even and 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 that's and that's been totally like i mean looking back on it now it's four years ago since we recorded the madeline mccann episode yeah i don't think from memory that i i you know i put anything on madeline i didn't put anything on like Oh yeah, she was asking for whatever. Like it was of almost course. all focused towards the parents and the yeah. people around it. I think that in a case like this, when it's been brought to mainstream media, when the likes of Nancy Grace, <laughs> that woman, that top killer, you're like fucking hell, man. Like this is really exploitative, but it's of someone who could possibly be a murderer, so it's okay in some weird yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And. You know, in our Ted Bundy episode, we talked about how there was laws made um, that the person who was the prisoner, the person who was the accused of the murder, couldn't make money by giving interviews. There's a law like made so that yeah. they couldn't exploit their escapades for mm. for reward. 
Uh, imagine like you did a murder and then you give interviews to the TV and they paid you so much money that you could afford your own bail and then you just got out on bail and fucked off. <laughs> like, I actually haven't thought of I mean, it's, it, yeah. it never happened, but it, like if, if, if it had it, if I had to keep going that way, it possibly could have. Yeah. So the likes of Casey Anthony, because it was so in people's faces at all times from mm-hmm. 2008 to 2011, it was like OJ Simpson again. And because the details were so spurious, they were so subjective uh, and we'll blame, I guess we'll blame legal counsel, um, uh, uh, the attorney Baez, Joel Baez, for that because they came out with an opening argument that was like, huh? Is this the start of a bad screenplay? Like it, it, yeah. it, it came out of the gate crazy. And then she was like smiling in court and doing all this. So people were really intrigued. But what it most showed, and this is a long point, what it most showed was this shit happens every day I know this shit happens all the time every day doesn't matter what country you're in it doesn't matter you know uh, uh, what part like what class if you're rich or poor like this shit is happening on the perpetual yeah and it's really hard to take especially when you come to the, some of the details and there's always a story behind it and there's always a reason and all this stuff I mean like you could count this technically if you're if you're listening to the media and listening to what they were saying on the news about Casey Anthony, you could call this possibly the latest term abortion that ever was. <laughs> Do you know? Absolutely, yeah. They, they, they pinned her as a slut. They pinned her as a party yeah. girl. They pinned her, you know. Um, what do you remember from the coverage of the news at the time before we started researching it? Um, I just, I was quite young, but I remember um, basically the core cases and I remember the dad kind of getting brought into it. So like, you just think, she killed her baby. And then with the arguments and stuff that I heard, I'm like, oh, maybe she didn't. Maybe it was. Because when something goes on for long enough, you're like, okay, why is this going on? So in your head, you start to think, oh, maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't. And then when the dad got brought up and yeah. all the abuse and stuff like that, you, you're just like, what is going on? And you forget that this is about a, a little kid that was killed. A ch- yeah, a child's death happened. Yeah, I think that that was, that was forgotten about. And it, it became about... Casey Anthony, the the mess. Yeah, and that's why I'm calling the show Casey Anthony rather yeah. than Kaylee because it's not the whole thing wasn't about the murder. It wasn't no, it about wasn't. the child. Yeah, and it kind of shows the flaws in the American judiciary because, like, jurisprudence says that if you are able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that somebody did something, that they're yeah. guilty. And this took advantage of the fact that there there was no you know empirical proof. Yeah, the prosecution went down the line of trying to assassinate her character mm. because they hadn't got any concrete DNA evidence. Yeah. And it backfired. It didn't work. And maybe somebody who was guilty of this crime ended up getting away with it. And that's what people think even now they think that she's still guilty. Yeah. And that's a real hard thing. If she didn't do it, it's a real hard thing to carry around. Absolutely. So when it happened, you were in your late teens. No, a lady never gives her age. <laughs> You're in your late teens. I was in secondary school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was in secondary school. She got kept back a couple of years. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, like you were of similar age to Casey Anthony. Yeah. To be honest, like, yeah. Um, That's terrifying. She's getting pregnant at 19, some shit's going on. And then a couple of years later, she's like, in her early 20s. And then she gets stung for this murder rap. And then she's in court all the time, like in her early 20s, very early 20s. Yeah. For like three years. What would, what would, what would you do in that situation? I know you've been stuck in a situation where you don't want to be in locked in the box for a year <laughs> so you know what it feels like uh god yeah don't want to go back there again, but <laughs> <laughs> i'm using sense memory for this one <laughs> um no i will start crying um <laughs> god it's just so young like 22 for that like to 22 to have a three-year-old 
for that's me. That's what I mean. Is, like even yeah. the, the lifestyle that's around. Just, even the start of it, like it's like, I remember what, I watched one thing on YouTube and it was like, her parents were really upset when she came home pregnant. Yeah. Um, and didn't know who the dad was or there was a couple of options. The person More than a few. More and than I, a few options. A <laughs> yeah. And then like the whole thing, oh, it was someone that like, maybe it was someone that had passed away and there's a few options for that guy as well yeah you know it was just it started off weird and the lies started off straight away because they say no we were like excited to be grandparents yeah in another interview after the fact like if you came home to your folks not like uh, your hypothetical parents maybe your real parents but like if you came home to parents yeah and went i'm 19 uh and i'm putting on a bit of weight and they're like you putting on a bit of weight and you're like um and my yeah. mom, my mom would say that. <laughs> She's like, "You want a bit of weight there?" And uh, look the a bit lap. heavy on screen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> camera adds ten pounds. Well, how many hammers did you have pointing at you? <laughs> but is it a thing where like she finally comes out as pregnant? Can you come out as pregnant? Is that another thing? You come out as come pregnant. Out. I'm pregnant. <laughs> but you come out as pregnant, and her parents are like, "Okay, shit. What are we gonna do?" Mm. Like, if you did that, you came out as pregnant. You didn't know who the father was, and you're like, "Can I li- move in?" to my house with my brand new baby yeah. in, into your parents' house. Like, how would your parents feel about that? My parents would kick me around the fucking yard and bait the shit out of me with a length of a wagon pipe. My mom and dad, if I went home at 19 pregnancy, they would have been very upset. Um, I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. I, and that's worse. <laughs> I, I just, just box the head off me. Like, please, yeah, I yeah. don't... Don't say you're disappointed. That's yeah. the last thing I want to hear. Yeah. Um, they'd be so disappointed, but they'd be like, look, if you want... To have a baby we'll have a baby you know what i mean like yeah. and we'll help you especially if i don't think they'd buy it they'd be like who's the jar like you know what i mean yeah but in some situations i guess you can not know absolutely the snapper you don't know who the yeah. dad is without Wait, that's she, that's the contact what she knows but she yeah. won't admit it because yeah. it's her friend's jar like yeah. but uh <laughs> so yeah but just, i guess i guess you know you could end up in a you could end up in a situation where you just after, you just had yeah. a busy week that week, yeah, you went out a few nights out. Look, and she's a teenager. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like things happen. These teenagers these days are just fucking taking rod left, right, and center. <laughs> it wasn't like when when I was young. I was dying to give it away. <laughs> Seriously, you're laughing. Like this, serious. Going going along the line of the girls lined up against the wall. But how do you want to take it? Do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? I go home. So I'll tell them for a fan of the nip. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Drop the hand. But um, yeah, so it's, it's such a weird thing. Like I remember when, when, when it was on TV, I would watch it. Like there's still, uh, I'm going to put up on our BitChute channel. Um, mm. I'm going to put up some of the, the court videos. Like yeah. fuck. They're, they are, you're like, is this guy a real person? I know. Like when they're advocating for her, she never speaks at all in court. She mm. never speaks at all. They have professional attorneys advocating for her. Mm. And I'm like. <laughs> is this seriously is this like a bad screenplay are you um, are you messing I know throwing out stuff like uh, appeals to emotion and so many logical fallacies like false equivalencies and all and you're like surely you would be dealing in evidence but when it goes up against the prosecution and there's like an hour and 48 minutes of the prosecution that I watched on YouTube and you're going like you're not doing much better lads like no. there's a child who's been killed farce, farce. But, the, yeah. but it's because it was a personality assassination yeah based on her sluttery they were yeah. just trying to pin her as like, we don't have any evidence that she did do the murder, but she's someone who would do a murder. And you're like, mm. yeah, look at her 22 years age enjoying herself. Yeah. Look at her in here for the murder of her child. She's wearing a low cut top and we can see her tit meat. Tit 
hit me. Yeah, the me, not the titbit, but the me. Jesus, that's like disgusting. They're like, <laughs> that's what that's the official name. The name. Me. Yeah, it's not the gland; that. it's the meat. And they're like, <laughs> "How dare you be in here on telly with your titty meat hanging out?" <laughs> such such disrespect for this court of law. And then I know, uh, but if you're in, no, sorry, but yeah, if you are in court and you're yeah. like being accused of murdering your child, would you not wear a jumper? Button up. Shall I mean like sleeves in the jumper? Do you mm. know, pretend like it's mosque. Just like no, wait, don't know. I feel bad for saying them. that. No, I don't mean that. Where would you want? Like, do you know what I mean? Where would you want? If you the political lines now. No, because like as a woman, I'm just fucking tell me what I can wear. But I am just like your baby's dead. Do you know yeah, what I mean? After, after like, did you six? see my car went missing? Do you see how I was distraught because my car went missing? <laughs> you didn't wait thirty one days. I was in mourning just in case. I was wearing like one kind of like Wednesday Adams in case me can never turn up. A black, black armband and all. Yeah, it's, it's so strange <laughs> that like. After six months of a character assassination for being a slut, that, sh- that the people around her didn't go, come here, you know what you shouldn't do? Yeah. Come here with your bangers hanging out. But did that not show you that they weren't thinking? I don't think they were. They weren't, because if they were, they would say, wear a nice fitted shirt. Yeah, she was wearing like some meatloaf shit at some day, at some points, coming in wearing t-shirts and tracky bottoms. You're like, that's, do you think that's yeah. them trying to be like, she's a young woman, yeah. you know? She's relatable. Like, Get five pantsuits, ten nice blouses, and just mix it up. Yeah. That's it. They have just to have mix a, it up. Does America have an equivalent to pennies? I, I think, yeah. Like Kmart, Walmart. Ah, uh, go in there and get a couple of shorts. That's all you need. Do you know what I mean? A couple of nice shirts. Like, jeans and a top. Jeans yeah. and a nice top. Do you know what I mean? You can sort it out. We're, um, we have been very mean about someone else. Well, we're actually attacking her. No, for getting I mean. her di- for getting her tip me out. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a genuine criticism. We can say that. It's okay. It's our personal opinion. Right. Yeah. It's my personal opinion. Right. That if you're wanting to get away with murder, get your boobies out. Don't have your tit meat hanging out. Oh, don't. Right. Fair. But that's my personal opinion. I'm obviously wrong because she did do that. Mm. And now she's got away with murder. Oh, God. I, mean, I just hate uh, that part allegedly, of this. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, who knows? Try it. If you ever get accused of murder and you're in court. Get your tit meat out. Pull the titty out. <laughs> See what it is. Oh, Half a nip. This, yeah, just like the, See if that works the crescent. And just be like. <laughs> you, <laughs> Your little crescent moon. Yeah. You, uh, innocent. Gavel, gavel, gavel. <laughs> Take this innocent woman out of here. Oh, God. Just get a picture of that. <laughs> just the, the lad at the side of the courtroom and the thing just like frantically drawing <laughs> the fucking thing. Sorry, uh, could you just hold that just for a second? I just want to get the colour right in a nip. Just taking out the pink, pink. No, it's not pink. Like orange. Yeah, but he only has the twelve color crayola. Yeah, yeah. he should have got the twenty-four. Oh. <laughs> Skin colored crayons, which should be the ones that sell the most. I know. And they don't weird. have them. They don't have them. No. Uh, before we get into everything uh, uh, in the nitty gritty, with a few details and a few extra little bits that I found online, um, some people on Reddit are very fastidious with their study and detail into this case. I'm not going to go too deep. We're going to give you the full skinny as much as I could find. If you want the dirty details, there are loads of documentaries. I'm going to share them as well. Mm. I'm going to put up, uh, um, there's like loads of websites with all the court reporting, all the times, all the, st- all the dates, all the stuff. And there's an amazing, amazing Reddit thread that I got some little uh, tidbits from. Uh, from user History Mystery is the name. Uh, um, like such great analysis for someone, just an internet person. Not mm. a journalist or not anybody like that. Just internet person doing some great stuff. Some of it's a little bit defamatory. I won't be repeating that here, but you can go and read it yourself. I put a link up online for that. Now, before we start, I just want to tell you all about uh, the social media stuff. 
If you have any questions, if you have any corrections, if you have any additions, or if you just want to make a comment, want to say, you know, I love you, man. Hit us up, email info at thoseconspiracyguys.com. We're on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Pinterest, Mix, fucking SoundCloud, fucking whatever, uh, Vero, the one that the, the Russian hackers invented to get your stuff. We're on everything. Anything that has a social media, we have a Snapchat, the whole t- the whole lot. Uh, we also have a website, thoseconspiracyguys.com, which has all of the episodes, all the articles, all the documentaries and videos, and all the support and information uh, that I've been promising for years. I'm trying to fill it out. Give a brother a break. Um, so sorry if you're listening to old shows <laughs> and I get text messages sometimes, Amy, where they go like, come here in the Boston Mommins episode, you had said you put this thing up on the, on the thing. And I was like, that was four years ago, me. Oh my God. I'm sorry for past me's empty promises that never realized. <laughs> but right now you have, you know, load of seven hour documentaries, uh, audio documentary podcasts. So, um, you know, that's as much as I can do. We also have a community for all the people to come in and join in and have chats. And it's all separated by channels. It's called Discord. And it's like a chat room slash a Skype slash forum message board. So it's a really good uh, app that people use for gaming and people use to, to, to keep their communities together. And it has partnered with Patreon. And that's how I found it. And it's a great place to, uh, to, to come together and talk with other TCG fans about your mad theories or share notes or share uh, articles from the news and stuff like that. So there's a channel for everything. Every episode has one. And if you find some extra bits and bobs, you can share it in there. And it'll be much appreciated by the lovely people on Discord. We also have uh, a minds.com page, which is ramping up right now because Facebook and Twitter are the devil. Uh, Minds is one of these uh, true free speech and, you know, uh, uh, no censorship blockchain social media websites. Uh, there's an app you can get online, you can get on the browser, anywhere, anywhere you like. It hosts video and then you're able to put up articles and, and share stuff as well. So hit up minds.com slash those conspiracy guys. We also have a YouTube channel. Uh, they are acting the cunt of late. Uh, we've, that. we've been demonetized. Um, mm. We're not a YouTube partner anymore because our our uh, material is, I guess, un- unwelcome on the platform for some reason. I don't know. Lizard people. But um, <laughs> YouTube are still like the premier video hosting source. So I'd be take if I abandon it, you know. Yeah. Uh, YouTube.com slash those conspiracy guys. The video channel, we have all of the live stream shows. So we're live streaming this right now to the folks on Patreon through YouTube Live. We also have uh, a load of the other older shows. Uh, and then some few documentaries that I can squeeze in there. The ones that can't go on there, that they're going mad about, I'm hosting them on BitChute. BitChute is another blockchain uh, uh, video hosting platform done through Torrents, and it has a, a browser. Hasn't got an app yet, fingers crossed. BitChute.com slash those conspiracy guys. If you head there, you'll be able to get all the docs that I talk about. Loads of great stuff that I've been uploading over the last while, including all the old episodes, including all the live streams. And if you subscribe there, you'll be... Uh, notified of any of the new stuff that I put up. I think I have like 400 and something documentaries and they're going up maybe two, three a week. So head to bitshoot.com slash those conspiracy guys and the lifeblood of the show, patreon.com, you beautiful bastards. Hmm. Uh, throw me two, five, 10, 20, some even up as far as $50. How crazy is that shit? To support this show, keep it going. If you want to donate to the show, if you want to support what we're doing here uh, and pay for exclusive videos, behind the scenes vlogs, you get extra access to the vlogs that we're making on the road. You get early access to the documentaries when they're finished. You also get outtakes from the show. You get access to private Discord servers. You get access to private live chats where it's just me and a webcam, you know, having the crack talking about current events. And you can join in and talk with me and we record that whole thing. And you'll be part of that. Patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys. Starts at $2 a month. Doing that makes this thing happen. 
that's it. A lot of stuff, but I want to keep you people informed. Uh, it's it's um, muy importante. So wow. to get into this thing, Casey Anthony, uh, sorry for keeping you. Yeah, sometimes listening as well. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh fuck, how many things have I not signed up to now? <laughs> I have to do all that. Uh, to get into Casey Anthony, uh, she's born on March 19th, 1986 in Warren, Ohio two parents George and Cindy Anthony and uh, her dad apparently worked in law enforcement for some time and he ran uh, a, a pretty much a traditional American household meat and mm. two veg you know all the children are white um, very much <laughs> very, very much uh, you know we are we are we are Ohio mm. and it was I guess this kind of how would you call it white bread upbringing that people question when she's in court. People are like, yeah. but you're from an, a normal family who aren't alcoholics or, you know, crazy weirdos and your dad's yeah. not, you know, some mad bum, homeless bum riding the railroads. Like you were a normal nuclear family. You had a brother, sister, a man, a dad. Yeah, really safe, And, and a dog and a lovely house and all this stuff. And it seems really safe and it seems yeah. like an environment that you wouldn't have like a crazy baby murderer come from. Oh, it also like, God, it sounds really bad. But like that whole thing, when, when I think of of that like that nuclear family like I wouldn't think of the daughter coming home 19 pregnant easy though or being a secondary school high school dropout yeah but you know it, there's there's yeah. just something not right it does like it looks it's always when it looks really good on the outside that like there has to be something yeah we've all seen the lifetime movies it is like a, it, it but you're right yeah. the whole thing was like a really bad screenplay this Friday on lifetime <laughs> <laughs> starring Eric Roberts <laughs> <laughs> he gets a terrible time yeah, that fella he does. <laughs> Eric Roberts stars in I Ate My Wife's Leg a harrowing tale of a family trapped in a car on the side of the highway <laughs> Eric Roberts is like I'm sorry honey I've got to eat your leg like <laughs> very good it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't make for you know murderous storytelling. We we've, we've no. gone through. I don't know if you heard the Chikatilo episode. I did. Ah, uh, now like, he's that. That was very good. How much more could you expect from a man who was brought out after pissing the bed as a child, yeah. as a six-year-old child, and she caught his dick skin and pulled it out and then whipped his Mickey with a bamboo cane and said, "Bold, bold, bold," and then he couldn't yeah. find any um sexual gratification in normal intercourse he had to choke someone to death to have an orgasm i'm like "Mm, what did you expect yeah i knew do you know what i mean if you're whipping a child's like stretched out penis i don't even oh god i can even feel that (laughs) stretching it out that's really stretchy this is really stretchy i don't just go around stretching penises now (laughs) not anymore (laughs) not after that quarter It just, it just seems like from a traditional American family, you know, these are the lads you find on a lunchbox or a postcard. Yeah. Shit's not happening. And you see them and they're all, they look totally normal. Like they don't look mad bananas. Like it's like totally normal family. Yeah. Casey, when she was brought to court, was a pathological liar from a very oh God, early age. Yeah. And, and this has gone all the way through right to today's story of what Casey Anthony is today. Yeah. Like the lies upon lies and being found out and then going, oh yeah, and here's another lie. And then that's being found out. Her parents said uh, that she lied to her when she was a kid. I found one example of it. She lied about her graduation, imagine, that mm. she didn't finish uh, 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 high school, that she was a few points short of graduating her final year. Yeah. But she let it go right till the very end, right till the very last day. 
and got her parents to bring her. She was in the gown and the whole lot. And then she planned on walking walking up the stage to the graduation and then bottled it at the last minute because she knew her name wouldn't be called because she didn't graduate. Like, that's crazy. God, like or, the anxiety yeah. that she like. But that's the thing. Like, it, it doesn't seem like she she has any anxieties. I think could could that could that be and I'm I'm kind of advocating for a little bit could that be that she was so afraid of her father or parents together but mostly her father yeah that she was afraid to tell them and she just had to go along with it until the very last second and just went oh, oh my god okay the stress is too much like internally yeah. she's absolutely dying with stress yeah but outwardly she was able to mask all that stuff could that be a possibility yeah I think it could I think that I, th- I think that's the only way you can really explain it isn't it that like just some like it's her mind has been warped in some way through fear or whatever that like in her mind she's living in hope that like the universe will align in a different way and the reality won't become a reality uh, yeah it's it's, it's and just as the case weird went, like, as the case went on that kind of seemed to be like i'm yeah. just hoping that this will just go away like when you're a kid and you're just like oh i hope that that day won't come yeah but then it comes and you realize that's life it's like she's never accepted yeah reality and as a, a as a late teenager or in her early 20s that probably didn't shake if she's like at 17 faking graduation in high school like, a couple able? of years later you have a baby it's like well and normally that crowns people yeah like, you know, these like teenagers that are off the rails and they end up having a baby and you're like, okay, I have to get my fucking shit together. Yeah, now. but that is like, you can't not feel having a baby. Yeah. So I've heard, Yeah. you you're know. Like, oh, I can't, I can't go around like having sex with other people now because um, my vagina burst into my arsehole and it's kind of sore for a while. Yeah. Because that happens. I've heard. What's it called? Episiotomy. Episy, don't talk about it. So like in, in a whole life of lies that she's given mm. at 19, she also lied about being a virgin and maintained this lie all the way through her pregnancy when her ma went, you put on a bit of weight. Uh, well, I'm definitely not pregnant because I haven't even had sex yet. And I'm presuming she was like a, a window crawler outer of. Ah, uh, yeah, you'd have to have to a bit of a party. Well, if she's lying about even that, like, oh, yeah, no. Like she's <sighs> visibly pregnant and going, yeah. no, I'm a virgin. Like she didn't, it didn't even say like, no, I'm not pregnant. I'm just have like... Um, yeah, a bit of an impacted colon, or oh, I think I'm allergic to wheat. Like yeah. she was like, I don't feel I am, well. Mind I'm totally business. a virgin. A virgin like that. Nineteen as well. I forgot that option that you could just be like, fuck off. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. Like if if I was pregnant, <laughs> and I didn't want my parents to, to know. I'd be like, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. But it is that it's still like even at nineteen, even over the age of eighteen, she still is afraid. Like she's a grown up and she's afraid to talk to her parents about something that is illegal. That's red flags for me. Big time. Like it's illegal. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's not legal to have sex. Like why say, oh no, I'm a virgin. Like no, like you're not like. But and as we find out later on, some kind of weird carries on. Maybe she just didn't want to let her parents or maybe her father know that she was having sex with a man. Yeah. That possibly wasn't him. Maybe. That there was some kind mm. of, do you know what I mean? That there was yeah. some kind of ownership thing or some kind of uh, victim mentality where you're like, yeah like, like what's going you're on? mine now and it's like yeah okay i have to perpetuate that that weird thing you know yeah it's something something i was thinking that when i was researching it going like yeah there's something a bit not right what here is that yeah there? what are the lies for you only like i think the lies stem from when you're a kid like you lie to get away with you from your parents yeah and most of the time your parents know you're lying and they just let you away if it's Until, unless it's serious yeah and if it's something you can be let away with yeah like i remember like i used to sneak around to the shop as a kid 
And it wasn't even that far. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just in my friend Jared's house. And then my dad saw me, followed me. And I remember him like literally giving me a clatter. I never fucking lied again. Yeah. Well, I lied a couple of times yeah, about drinking and stuff like that. But yeah, no, yeah. but nothing like, you, you, you know. never lied about going to the shop again. Never lied about yeah. going to the shop again. No, but like. Went to a different shop. Yeah. But like even at that, like there was a fear. Like I'd be like, no, I wasn't drinking in the fields. I was drinking in the field. Like I remember coming home, standing at my mother's bedroom door. Yeah. Because she, like me and, my, me and my little brother, like, you know, I started drinking pretty early. Yeah. So I'm coming home from like a night in my friend's house. Yeah. I'm fucking scuttered, like crawling <laughs> up the driveway, <laughs> hanging onto the grass so that I wouldn't float off the planet, like in bits spinning. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, gosh. And she put up a lot of wind chimes at the front door. So when I'd open the front door, it's like, cling, clang, cling, clang. Like it's no, Chinese laundry. That. Because she's not stupid. No, she's not stupid. And then I'd be coming in and being like, super slow motion, quiet. You know, this kind of... But that's the thing. Even that you think, no, I'm being so good here. No one's going to believe. She believes her lies. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, we all lie as kids. I remember coming home with my friend during the summer. We had to be drinking in a field. We were about 16. And me dad was like, he's all right. Because like we were giggling and stuff like that. And my friend going, yeah, yeah, grand. And me dad going, she haven't to eat. And she was like, you had a sandwich in school today. First of all, it's the summer and it's a Saturday. Oh, bad lie. Double like, bad. It wasn't even, t- I was just like, you fucking idiot. But like, like, we're you, caught now. Do you know what I mean? But then it's like, you're <laughs> caught. And then. Imagine if your dad's like, have you just had that knee? No, but I love curry chips. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have got us away. But yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh God, I'll never get that as long as I live. But you get, you get like the, the stupid teenage lies. Yeah. I mean. You don't, I don't think a teenage girl should be obliged to inform her parents of her, of her sexual No, especially not a fucking eighteen. like. But even at 16, like, if you, if you're. You know, but you can see you don't want to disappoint like, them Mac, though. can I have, you know, money to get the boat? Yeah, like, yeah. That, well, that's not anymore, actually, repeal the eighth. Yeah. But, Woo. um, <laughs> can I have money to get the boat? Or even like, I need to get cream to get rid of these warts. Like whatever's going on, if you're a 15 yeah. year old and some young lad lied to you and now you have chlamydia and you're afraid to oh tell somebody. Oh imagine that. Like, sure, go to your parents, but it's only in necessity. I don't think parents deserve to know what their kids are doing no. like that. No. And to occlude that, that information from them yeah. is natural. But in this case, to be obviously pregnant and lie about any intercourse at all at an age when you probably have had like 1920 yeah. majority people are, and there is some people that are still virgins of at course, 1920 yeah. it's totally normal but you know if you're fucking pregnant you, you've probably yeah. it's like no i sat in the toilet seat in a burger king whoops like oh, doesn't sorry. happen do you know um smash cut to this being out on the internet for like 20 years mm. and now you have a daughter and, and <laughs> she's going like but dad you said on that podcast that you shouldn't I should tell you about my chlamydia you shouldn't ask ask about what I'm doing and I was like yeah but you're literally wearing the the costume from Lilu Dallas from like the fifth element going out to the pub (laughs) like I can see your meat listen here Lolita yeah yeah it's not good put it away um yeah so she kept like the father of the baby a secret she yeah. kept the whole pregnancy a secret to be honest she and wouldn't have lied <clears> if she wasn't used to getting away with the lies yeah at 19 it's a, like a system yeah. of, of uh, deceit yeah and she had intimated that a few different men including her uh, uh, her fiance at the time and her, her ex-boyfriend uh, Jesse Grund uh, and another young man who died in a car crash we'll yeah. talk about them a little bit more later on um, 
like she didn't want to tell anyone who the father was and there was no essentially there was no father for the majority of it no and she ended up having her baby called kaylee on the 9th of august 2005 and her life kind of changed her initial reaction was to bring the ch- to bring the child up for adoption yeah uh, but her mother talked her out of it apparently just went mm. no like let's you know we can do this thing let's do it all together yeah why give it up for adoption and keep it i i, I can't i still i don't understand and this is not a judgment but i don't understand a woman who has that support structure wanting to give up a child for adoption if you were in, a, in, a, in an economic or a, a social or a familial situation yeah where it's impossible for you to keep the child totally understand absolutely it, totally understand yeah it. if you have your family unit your mm. parents are still together they have a house you have a brother uh you know there's a support structure you have a possibility of getting a job and all that stuff and you still you're going to give up the baby for adoption because you don't know who the father is yeah like i can't get that and i know i should and i accept if anyone's doing that stuff i accept it but i'm still trying to rationalize it like can you maybe talk through some of the things you think about that because yeah um well i suppose when i was a teenager and i got pregnant the first thing that does go to your head is oh can i have it or not i assume yeah especially with friends and stuff like if that if it's unplanned sure if it's unplanned yeah but then you like it's just I'm just going to talk about what I think first and then I'll say what I thought, like what her head was at. Um, but there is, I, I can imagine as a woman and, and having that feeling of of carrying a child, unless you had to give the baby up or you couldn't be a mother and you chose to terminate the pregnancy. I don't know why, if, if, if I went home to my parents and they were like, look, who cares who the dad is, you know, we're your family, mm. you know, it's your baby. Is it a You're thing choosing where- to have this baby. She would keep the baby and pe- just come to me now. She would yeah. choose to keep the baby and she didn't know who the dad was. And that would be the question for ages. Like, so who's the father? And no, she'd have to say, I don't know. And then the baby would be a shame baby. Well, I don't even care about that because like, I think not, once a baby... Is that ba- the thinking behind it, maybe? I, I don't think so. No. Because again, mind your own fucking business. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, so, and what? If anybody out there knows or wants to comment on that, mm. I'd love I'd love to start that conversation and try and find yeah. it out. Like, uh, we have... The Pope just came to us there a little while ago and... Uh, he got a lot of like protests a lot of people going hey what the fuck uh ireland obviously yeah. had a huge problem with the catholic church uh namely with Used the magdalene La- well still yeah yeah uh with the magdalene laundries namely and yeah. uh, we'll do an episode on that when we get back from the states definitely mm. where basically if you were a a, a a woman of of questionable morality you were put into uh indentured servitude uh basically a prison with no escape and if you had a baby outside the wedlock, they'd, they'd put you in there, they'd have the baby, and then they'd sell the baby by way of adoption to a rich English or American family. Yeah. And then you'd have to stay in that place after your baby had been given away and work as a laundry worker. Until for, you die. For the rest of your life. Unless, like, if your family were like, oh, we'll take her back. Mm. Or you had, like, relatives in England or somewhere they could send you so they couldn't be affected by your shame. Grant, like, you'd get shipped to England to start yeah. a life probably under a different name some weird but North if, Korea shit like, right? yeah but if your family were like and I think that always goes like no one <laughs> realised that but was do they like there was a one in Waterford that only closed in the 80s the last one closed in 1997 oh my god that's terrifying <laughs> we were that in secondary is, school in 1997 oh my like, god that's bananas so there was still women when hey, was we were I was making my communion in 97 well, well. <laughs> I was like secondary school <laughs> wait a minute change the Wikipedia page quick um, 98 yeah there you go I'm so, so so 1997 like 
that's, that's terrifying. But that's bananas. And so here, that, that was like women in a prison of morality yeah. being kept against their will forever until 1987 for like 30, 40, 50 years for their entire lives. And I said this stuff on the show, like, oh, we didn't have condoms here until 1993. They weren't legal in Ireland yeah. until 1993. And people were like, don't believe you. No, and it's like, true, yeah. It's so true. They were, they were keeping women in prisons. But I, yeah, the, the slut shaming that went on with the Casey Anthony case, bringing it back, yeah. um, was very much that. And when, when she's, like, giving a child up for adoption, that, that raises some weird questions for me. I'm like, why would you do that if you have that support structure? I know. You can always say my partner is away or like do you know yeah. what I, like or I don't know it's 19 not 15 fuck, fuck off this is like 2000 and 2008 it's not like 1981 mm. like it's like fuck off yeah I, I you know we went out and but some dude like that's it yeah that just proves to me that she just did not want to have a baby and it could also indicate that she didn't want to have a baby in and keep it in the family home with the people that were in the home per chance maybe yeah because they like you would, there mm. is always some kind of unconditional love there. Yeah, maybe too much love. Yeah, nighttime love. <sighs> she was having it. Creepy, creepy, creepy indeed. Um, so her mother talked about having the uh, the, the adoption, mm. and they all lived. They moved into the Anthony homestead, and uh, they, they would, you know, uh, Jesse Garund would visit mm. until such time as there was a DNA test and it proved that he actually wasn't the father. And he was like, "What the fuck?" I know some Mari Povich shit going on. Do you know? I love Maury. I love Maury. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Jesse Grund was dancing around when he found out because he was kind of on the hook for this thing until yeah. it was found out that he wasn't the father and then questions started to be asked. Mm. So in June 2008, so only a few uh, um, a few years after uh, this whole scenario, yeah. Casey was in a fight with her family, presumably her father. Mm. She left the house, stormed off of the house, took the child with her. Yeah. And this is the last time that anybody saw Kaylee Anthony alive. Yeah. Summer 2008, the child is almost three and she's taken up in arms. Casey gets into the car and out the fuck she goes. Yeah. And 31 days later, people go, hey, where is your baby? Yeah. Where, like, like her mom was saying she was ringing now. A lot. Her mom is another story. Um, Her mom was saying she was ringing and she was like, where is she? And she was always like, well, she was with the babysitter. Or with the babysitter. She just, she was asleep or she couldn't talk for a month. Yeah. I mean, I've dodged people for years. Ah, yeah, let but like... Let it ring out. But to be able to get away from everybody... Like, she, like yeah. Casey Anthony pulled, uh, like, I'm I'm running away with the circus kind of a situation yeah. where she went off uh, and was staying with a guy. We'll talk about them later on. Yeah. Was staying with a guy and was just dodging, dodging Cindy. And Cindy God. was like, where's my granddaughter? Yeah. Some suspicions were raised. Absolutely. You know? Very, yeah. very weird. Uh, on the uh, 9th of August 2005 is when Kaylee was born and mm. uh, she was reported missing on July 15th 2008 by her grandmother who said that she'd not seen her for 31 days <sighs> crazy man and then after this 31 31 days Casey Anthony was arrested and mm. accused of not murder but um um suspicious circumstances yeah, into aggra- missing aggravated child. assault yeah, yeah. and uh, child abuse yeah which eventually turned into a murder rap that she had to defend yeah and for this whole time people are like where is kaylee anthony nancy yeah. grace is like we don't know where she is what was the name she gave to her tosh mom we've got this tosh top mom. mom and she's coming into court with her titty meat hanging out <laughs> she's smiling <laughs> laughing flicking her hair and 
we have no idea where her little baby is. Oh, God. And the people who are watching the court case on, on C-SPAN or whatever yeah. are also watching Nancy Grace. Like, a huge demographic of the American population are looking at Casey Anthony and judging her via this commentary, this uh, moral brow beating yeah. that this conservative media was putting out. And namely, Nancy Grace was like the biggest proponent of this whole thing. Yeah. Three years after this case started, three years, the skeletal remains of this child are found. Oh my God. Found in a little rubbish bag near the family home with duct tape on the mouth and skull. And it yeah. was identified as Kaylee Anthony after a, a short time. Yeah, but and the fella that found it had just like called it in three times. Yeah. The summer she went missing, like. Yeah. Oh my God. And people are like, ah, it's grand. Like why? Like why is no one saying what the fuck happened there? Like yeah. I was, was watching it like frustrated. It's it's annoying that people wouldn't like get into it. Yeah. Uh, we, we'll talk about the man that found it like and, and how it was ignored and then ignored and then the whole thing turned on him and people were like, what do you know? Like, But I even a, thought that. I was yeah. like, that's a bit weird. Why didn't you the second time go and <laughs> yeah, yeah. like put your little mirror stick and see what it was if you were that fucking concerned? Yeah. If you really thought that was a child, why didn't you go and check? Dumpster baby. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, that's the crack from, from Family Guy. Dumpster baby song. It's a great song. Great tune. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> like there was a whole, a whole month of lies happened. Mm. This 31 days. And it's not untoward and it's not unknown from Casey Anthony to be telling Parky Pies all the way through the court case then she's making up these lies and furthering them when she's getting found out going again doubling down like this is super immature arrested development emotional uh, emotional masking yeah uh, like totally like banana we talked in the fucking Sandy Hook episode and we're yeah. probably going to get flagged now for saying the word Sandy Hook we're talking about Robbie Parker and a lot of the, the parents given testimony and we're like <laughs> my little girl and you're like how can you be so emotionless at a time like this if you're not somehow in the know or somehow guilty of something mm. like that's why they tell people when you're in the dock don't be smiling don't be laughing don't be looking up don't be looking around yeah. wear the clothes keep still mind your body language don't use your hands loads because people have moved their hands are telling yeah. lies like don't yeah, you know it's overly emotional yeah all ticks. of these things are people are saying yeah. like, don't do this don't do that because people's perceptions of those actions yeah end up looking like you're guilty whether yeah. you are or not yeah because people are looking for anything yeah anything like all you have to do is convince the jury I know it's terrifying <laughs> that's the mad thing it doesn't matter if you're innocent or guilty if you the prosecution is, is better than your defense yeah it's game over Gosh. whether he did it or not so Kaylee's granny Cindy was very worried for the welfare of her granddaughter and would call Casey like you said Amy to check her yeah. up for that whole 30 days Casey said the baby was with the nanny now this is where it gets a little bit weird the nanny is called according to Casey Zenadia Fernandez Gonzalez A.K.A. Zanny. Zanny the Nanny. Zanny the Nanny. Now that sounds like a teenager going, coming back from summer camp and being like, oh yeah, did you kiss kiss any boys? Yeah, I, I have a new boyfriend. What's his name? George. George what? Glass. George Glass. Like just, yeah. you're just making up that fucking Brady Where does he live? Shit. Over at my nanny's and you can never see him. Yeah, yeah. He's from another school. You wouldn't know him. Yeah. Yeah. Is this I, I have a boyfriend. Zanny, yeah. Zanny the nanny. What Zanny the fuck? Zanny the nanny. Right? So the, she actually made up a full name, Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez. Um, some people say that maybe Zanny is a... Xanax. Yeah, maybe it's a 
a nickname for sleepy good time juice that mm. uh, Casey was kind of fed up of the kid make a noise so she or some Xanax at night time that's I mean we'll go into that again or she was taking it and yeah that's an altar the kid were like oh the sweeties Um, that's the thing on the 13th of July 2008 uh, the Anthony's received a letter saying that Casey's car was in a tow yard and after being left parked for an inordinate amount of time it was left there for a long time and nobody touched it Mm. and then they said come here we're going to have to move that they found it the registration found it who owned it sent it to the home address and George, Casey's father, went to collect it and pay whatever fines it had incurred in the tow yard. But in the back of the car was a big bag of rubbish and a report from Cindy and George that the car smelt like that there was a dead body in it. Come on. Like. That's a slip. Who, who knows oh. what a dead body smells like? I know what really bad rubbish smells like. I was thinking of that. Like when I was watching it, I was just like um, the one on YouTube. I was like. Oh, it smells like a dead body. How do you know a dead body smells like? Do you know, like, how would you know? How many people have been around a body that's been, like, not taken care of long enough to start to decompose? Like, any dead bodies that I've mean? seen have been, like, embalmed and they're in a coffin yeah. and it's all this. That's what I, I was like. It's only ever been in a funeral home or, or whatever, like, when someone's laid out. I'm sure some people have neighbours that, like, have no family belonging to them and they, they died in the armchair. And then you're like, there's a smell from old Mr. Johnson's house. But yeah, yeah but you would. Like, I'm, I'm sure you'd never forget what that smelled like. But like, very few people, I think. Very few people. So, but like, I know what, like, a sandwich that you leave in the bottom of your bag for like a couple of, like, or in your locker yeah. for a while smells like. And that's disgusting, but it's not flesh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was just ham and, it was just cheese. I've, oh, oh like. I do know what a dead rat smells like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> we moved into our, the place we used to live in. I was always like, lovely place, lovely place. Lived with two boys. So I was just like, am I mad or is there a weird smell in here? And no matter how much. (laughs) (laughs) No matter how much I clean. Who has been eating shrimp cocktail crisps (laughs) around here? Who has been eating them? There is a terrible bang of something in here. But I cleaned and cleaned and cleaned and cleaned and it just didn't smell like normal. It was like a weird, it was like, I felt like I was breathing in something not right. Yeah. And my asthma and stuff did get worse with, with the smell that was yeah. in the apartment. And then my friend had a small baby coming over and I was like, oh God, that baby's coming over here. You know, I'm worried about like my own um, like sense of smell and stuff. Mm. And she's going to be crawling on the ground. So I literally got bleach, toothbrush, like everything. And I scrolled. The, yeah, I did. The skirting boards, the, like, every inch of that house. I wow. scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. It would be a good cleaner of a Saturday anyway. But I was like doing like going extra, like a million percent extra. <laughs> and I said, no, do you know what? My like, strange just, addiction. I'm telling you, like, well, that would be a bit of a, a little bit of a, anyway. <laughs> but anyway, um, and then I said to the lads, I was like, will you help me pull out? The cooker and all. I'm just going to clean behind there and mop it and all. Just so I know in my head oh, everything no. is cleaned. Bolted out. I have a terrible, terrible fear of rats and mice. That's why one of the reasons I got the cats firstly. I was like, what is it? And they were panicking De- and they're like, don't come over, don't come over. There was a rat that was not dead, just dead. Mummified. Desiccated. Every time I turned on that oven, it, it was cooking it another little oh bit more. Oh my God, oh. That's crazy, man. Crazy. Oh, God. So you know what it smells like? The smell of dead rat. <laughs> I remember watching and Kitchen it's... Nightmares one time and uh, Gordon Ramsay pulled out one of those like cooked mice and he held it up by, <gasps> held it up by the tail in the back of a kitchen oh, and it's like a, a mouse popsicle or whatever. Oh, well, it, was, it, was, it was kind of like that really flat dead yeah, mouse. Yeah, flat and but dried. But dried. Like a rat jerky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was complete. Oh, so, Jesus. I mean, if you have a, if you have a, a, 
But that doesn't a baby, smell like a baby rubbish. in a bag over by over by the rubbish bin. Oh, someone's gonna smell someone's that. Someone's gonna stink it. Like yeah. obviously, if it's in the dump, there's a lot of other smelly stuff, and usually, yeah. and look, and, if it's in water as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not gonna to have the car smell like rubbish and have a bag of rubbish in the background. It's totally understandable. Oh look, yeah, we've yeah. all been there. Like, but to say it smells like a dead body straight up, I don't know. That's when I, I was like, know. that that was a slip, and then she kept going back and. And those was an unsubstantiated factoid that I read and I couldn't find it again because uh, <laughs> I didn't keep the page. Couldn't find it again. That they had a dog who was very similar to the dogs that investigated in the Madeleine McCann case. It was mm. a cadaver dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dog got into the back of the car. I can't find the name of the handler, the name of the dog. I couldn't find it again. Sorry. Yeah. You look it up. Uh, that the dog identified that definitely this is a cadaver that was in this yeah. car after it was inspected. Mm. So like it was... A, a, a dead something yeah i seen that as well like i seen that they just for an experiment that they got a dog they put rubbish in a boot they put a dead animal carcass mm. remains in a boot and they put human tissue mm. in a boot and of all them they, they hid them in, in the junkyard and the dog went straight for the so it's not like oh sure all everything smells the same when it's yeah. decomposing if doesn't they have they have the dogs trained for for cadaver or yeah. for blood or for dead bodies so this guy was like a, this dog was like a super successful yeah uh, um cadaver dog identified it in the back of the car yeah. like you can't say really more than that about it but like that's i know it, like they say it's not an exact science but yeah, like but you gotta it's gonna know if there's been a dead body yeah. in there so casey anthony had a car with a dead body in it yeah. and her child is missing i'm just saying right yeah. so casey while her mother was ringing her, was in the company of her then boyfriend Tony Lazaro, and he was she and was found. Cindy found her and returned her home, where she immediately broke down and told this massive whopper Parky Pie about how the baby was kidnapped by Z- Zanny the nanny Zanadia Fernando G- Gonzalez, that this one had driven off in her car. Get this, babysitter drove off in her car, must have killed the child in the car, and then left the car somewhere, and that's where the car got towed. So that's the story that went out, right? Mm. So investigators into the case very quickly found out that there was no person, Zenaidia Fernando Gonzalez. There mm. was no person. She was made up. Surely at that point you're like, oh yeah, no, then you're guilty. Surely. Yeah. Surely at that point you're like, well, you lied about it. This is a murder case. We found a dead body in your car. Yeah. And you said somebody robbed the car. And so obviously you're pure guilty. Like that's open pure and shut. guilty. Like. Open and shut. So investigators... In the day after they found the car and in the day after um, the July 16th when Casey was brought back to the world after being missing for 31 days, they want to find out her daily routine. They want to find out what was going on. These are like police investigators trying to find where her daughter is presumed alive at this point, yeah. uh, but, but feared dead. And they said, we want to better equip ourselves with information to find out where you were, what we've been doing for the last 30 days. And, and they wanted to find out where Kaylee was. So they want to see Casey's workplace. So what does she do? She brought them on a tour around Universal Studios for a whole half a day and showed them all around the thing and told them like what she does on a daily basis. And then at the end of that half tour, she broke down after they asked her questions she couldn't answer and said, you know what, I actually don't work here. Yeah, I tell you, I... That's I, bananas. Like, what are you doing? Like, she, the fellow was like, what's your, like, superior's name? And he typed something in. Like, she yeah. lied about it and he's like, that's not it. Yeah. What's like she your... Got your in a specific um, question. Yeah, your employee login, that's not it. And she, he was, she was like, oh, I'll bring you to him. Walks halfway down a corridor and was like, okay, look, I don't work here. I and worked here she, before. Yeah. 
that's the thing. She said she worked yeah. here years before and she got fired. And yeah. then even that was proven to be a fabrication. Uh, but she never worked there at all. How is she like walking around? Like, and this I'm is exhausted listening day, though, to Amy. these lies. That's all on the same day that she's going, this woman doesn't exist. The fucking car. Like, what's the crack? So <sighs> she ended up getting arrested that day uh, under suspicion of foul play in the, in the suspected death yeah. of her child. And there was so many lies then about the fathers of the child when they started asking, maybe it's the father. And these are all natural, uh, you know, evolutions of, a, of an investigation into a case. Who's the father of the child? Maybe the father took the baby. And she started going on to this thing. Yeah. And suspicions about the father's, you know, uh, uh, identity hmm. went from Jesse Grund, who was shown not to be the father by a DNA test. There was also this mysterious Josh, who was uh, apparently an employee at Universal Studios. And in a recorded conversation with her friend in 2011, after being incarcerated, Casey told uh, uh, her mate that Kaylee was the result of a one night stand with Josh and Josh was really hot, mm. but he passed away in a car accident when Kaylee was just two. So this guy is from another school and you wouldn't know him. Oh like that's basically the, the crack. Josh, no second name, no corroboration that he had died, was really hot, one night stand and died just before the child went missing. So this claim later on was poo-pooed because Josh couldn't have existed as a as a, a, a co-worker in Universal Studios because she never actually worked in fucking Universal Studios. That's bananas. Like, how can you fabricate so many people? But like, on the day that you're found by your ma to not have your baby in your custody. Yeah. And the, the day before your car is found with a fucking dead body smell and then you're making up a lot of lies as you lead the fucking cops around the place. Yeah. Like... How, how that is pure guilty when you fucking say oh yeah, yeah the, the nanny for the child stole the car and drove off with the baby and must have killed the baby and then you find out that that woman doesn't exist at all then you're like okay no you're arrested. what is wrong with you yeah just arrest that you're woman arrested. stop listening to her like another possible father in the in the look for uh who may have abducted kaylee uh, another guy was called patrick michael duggan or michael patrick duggan who uh, died in a car crash in 2007 and his mother donna mclean claims that Kaylee was her granddaughter pr- pr- providing pictures of uh, Michael Patrick as a child that are I've seen them they're pretty similar yeah. to Kaylee Anthony to be honest um, she uh, th- this is the claim from Donna McLean uh, she claims that this man is the man that Casey talks about when she talks about the father that died in the car crash yeah so this is the hot Josh yeah that she may be took a little bit of truth and sprinkled a bit of lies on it. Yeah. So it was actually a man who died in a car crash, but he didn't work at Universal Studios. Another ex of Casey, who also died in a car crash, this is a lot of car crash deaths here, oh my gosh. also died in a car crash, was Jesus Ortiz. Uh, and he died in 2007 in a car crash too. And Casey and their legal team uh, said that in court that he could be the father, even though the Ortiz family claims to never have met Casey or known of any type of relationship between yeah. the two. And another, yet another victim of road death and a former ex of Casey Anthony was Eric Uh, Baker, who was actually mentioned in court in the trial. And Casey said that she had had a one night stand with him. But this also couldn't be corroborated with the Baker family. So this is like three lads who exist, who died all in 2007, all in car crashes, are all alleged to be the father of this child by Casey Anthony and her legal team. That shit is bananas three like well four if you if you include hot josh hot josh (laughs) 
That's crazy, right? Oh my God. So to further these lies, the legal defense team also tried to blame the man who found the body, like you said, a meter reader called Roy Cronk, mm. who found Kaylee in the plastic bag in the woods. Four times. Four times. Four fucking times. Tell like, us about it. Like, so it says in August, like he was like um, needing to have a piss and needed to have to urinate. and yeah, <laughs> To have a tinkle. To have a little tinkle. He got out and this like wooded kind of dumping area was the perfect place everybody knew. Yeah. So he got out, had a piss, saw something suspicious and called the police. And that, now by something suspicious, it's like... He said he saw uh, like a, a, lumpy, a bag. A yeah, bag. like a bag. Yeah. In a dumping area, but it wasn't like a plastic bag. It was like um, a pool cover, a vinyl kind of bag. Yeah. Yeah. So, Grant. So he rang the police and the police were like, oh, we'll get someone to come and have a look at it. The police came down and had a look, said they looked. No. So he called up again. Very uh, soon after. Very soon after. Called up again and said, come down and have a look. Uh, but the water, there was too much water yeah. in the area. So they're like, look, it's not safe to have a look. So next time he called up. This is like he a was creek, like this is yeah. like an, a, a, a kind of a, um, you know, a bog in the hole in the hole down in the yeah. valley or you know, like a kind of a little wooded yeah. Like it, it'd be like bare and there'd be some foliage in the winter. Yeah. But in the summer, like it, it's like a little fucking swamp. So again, he went down the sheriff meets him and said like, he, the, apparently the sheriff slips and says, oh, I'm not going down there. It's not safe. Mm. But like. There's a dead body down there. There's man. a dead body Get down there. on your fucking shoes. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. have you not got someone who who is trained to go in? Yes, yeah, so and have a one look. Of those flippy flop. It's like flippers and. Do you know what I mean? <gasps> but they said it would only it was only like knee deep. Get your get your fucking shoes. Your pants do you up. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get somebody to go in there. This is a baby, man. Yeah. Come on. And I'm right beside the house, like half a mile away from the house, and then it's forgotten about. Yeah. And then the to weird thing say, is, though, your man. Say, do you know that family that yeah. is missing a baby? I think there's a baby in a bag right beside their house. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, come on. Like, if I was one, of, if that was the family, I'd go and have a fucking look. And this is around the time when there's a girl who has got caught with a smell of dead body in her car. Yeah. Has lied about a babysitter and then has lied about having a job in Universal Studios and lied about four Different out of the five men, men yeah. who could be the father yeah. of the child. Like, that's all red flags to me, man. Like, hundred percent. Come on. But then, the, like, when I was watching, I was like, oh Jesus, is there something kind of like? Um, suspicious about this guy then because like then he comes back yeah. and the really weird thing then he this time around he got his supervisor to ring because he's obviously not being taken seriously so his supervisor rings and says look he's after wiggling around that bag his baby skulls are falling out you know you're gonna something's there there's a skull now yeah. you can't just not look in this rubbish bag so they come down and then obviously um He's there waiting, but then I like he's supposed to be there fucking smoking, being like, So I do, do I get my reward now? Yeah, he did have a weird nonchalant attitude. Like that's still a also, baby. He also there was there was three years between the first report and the time they actually found it. Like the that body. is messed up. Yeah. So I had enough time to totally almost totally decompose. But if you actually thought that was something suspicious, would you not be like, I'm just gonna get it myself? Well, I the conspiracy part of me comes out and says Maybe somebody told him to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, Maybe I, he was told, stop looking around here. If you keep messing around now, you're going to get arrested yourself. Maybe for, it's something deeper. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about like Pizzagate or they're not like trafficking <laughs> kids or whatever. No, but then a little bit you would, would be like, if I there. push this again, they're going to think that I put it there. You would. You'd be like, if I keep pushing this now. Maybe someone else will come across it. It's not my problem anymore. Maybe someone who was part of the guilty party came to him and said, 
Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Or I'm going to start saying that you were you done it because yeah, like, we can you, flip this on you very easily. And that's what happened. Yeah. They started saying this lad was probably guilty. And uh, now there's a, a defamation suit coming against the Anthony's mm. and uh, the Anthony's attorney, Jose Baez and Andrea Lyon, who were part of the de, uh, the Anthony's defense counsel. Uh, when in court, they suggested that Kronk was more than involved in the murder than previously thought. They said, quote, he is the only one who has been with the body. He is the one who magically discovers it. Four times. He takes the day off the day before it was discovered. Like when it was finally discovered, he had a day off the day before. And they're just just throwing that out there in court. And it's never, it's like they never mention it again. Yeah. It's part of the opening statement. They yeah. never said it again. As And also as part of the opening statement, mm. they're saying maybe Casey Anthony's father like molested her. Oh, and maybe this lad who found the body, maybe he was the one that killed it. That's just... Like, like that's throwing the, shit at a wall. Yeah, like that's for the jury to be like, oh, like that's the blind side them, 100%. Wait a minute. You like, saying this woman who made up, made up a nanny and then lied about her car and then yeah. lied about the man. You're saying that she's a victim? I believe it. <laughs> I know, yeah. It, like It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. As mm. well, like I remember... Um, something that was mentioned and never went back on and I couldn't find anything else about it is like it's saying that when he found the body in the the first time in the August yeah he wasn't doing any meter work around that area no why was he there why was he there maybe I know a really nice place to have a piss yeah. maybe <laughs> the second I mean? time maybe he was dogging maybe he went down to have a shite maybe yeah maybe, maybe he was dumping illegally maybe he was throwing something into the I know but it's still weird like it's like what what do you mean and he that wasn't was the working? second time he went back like why was he yeah. why, you know what I mean what's yeah. going on there it's not far from the Anthony's house it's only maybe a few a couple of hundred yeah. meters it'd be a great place to hide a body we're, t- we're yeah. looking at I don't know if you remember from the Madame McCann case we talked about um, what is it the Lindbergh baby oh god yeah that's so and best. that was found like up the road this is like a second Lindbergh baby in the modern day yeah right and I remember reading again can't name names because I don't know them not that it's a secret uh, that the items that were found around the child and what it was wrapped up in was a Winnie the Pooh kind of a, a bedspread or a pillowcase yeah. that matched one from inside of the Anthony's house. Yeah. How did that get there? Yeah, do you know what How I mean? is a dead baby that's missing from that house wrapped up in one of the missing pillowcases from that house? Yeah. What's the crack? Yeah. No, that, like, this that's... Like, this is all CSI Miami, yeah. like, 101... Like a, a shit case because it's obvious that it's pretty that, fucking obvious. Do you know what I mean? And and, and they're throwing the guilt around and everyone. Poor old Roy Cronk, just having a having like some kind of weird suspicious piss, and he finds a dead body, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing finding a dead body?" He's like, "Dude, I'm having a piss. This other bitch has afraid. a fucking dead smelling car, and she's lying about." I know, and I'm the one. And I'm the one you're fucking accusing. Of course. Uh. So a lot of these courtroom shenanigans were because of. Uh, uh, legal and semi-legal trickery of uh, uh, the defense counsel for the Anthony's Jose Baez and uh, according to Dan Clarendon who's a writer for In Touch magazine I'm going to name this one because I don't want to get stung Hmm. he says and it's corroborated by People by People magazine People.com that there were there was more than a client and attorney type relationship between Baez and Casey Anthony and maybe all of these uh, spurious claims and wild accusations were um, some kind of a smokescreen to have any kind of hope of of maintaining her innocence mm. and also to be able to take it to trial where we get you know a longer 
a longer uh, uh, time at the whip, you know, a longer, yeah. longer period of work. Um, In a book in 2013 written by Jose Baez called Presumed Guilty, he talks about the case and he says that he's still haunted by the fact that they've never found out who killed Kaylee. Yeah, it would be if I got the murderer off yeah. innocent. But a couple of years after this, he was asked in an interview about how Casey Anthony paid for her legal representation when she didn't have a job and then eventually went bankrupt or Chapter 7. And Baez basically took that as a, an intimation that she was possibly paying him with sex. Hmm? Well, like, if you got no monies. I mean, gotta, gotta, get that, gotta get that titty meat to work. Mm. Let's see, do you know? So Baez was like, okay, I'm going to sue you. And he started to sue over these allegations. But private investigator called Dominic Casey says that he uh, he came out and he has an affidavit. And he, he was talking to people.com. He said that he witnessed a naked Casey Anthony in the Baez office when he called over there unexpectedly one evening. And he said it looked like it wasn't the first time. In a 15-page affidavit, he also claims that Baez confessed to him in private that Casey had murdered Kaylee and dumped the body someplace and that he needed all the help he could get to find the body before anybody else did. So the body was only found towards the end of the court case. The court case yeah. is going on for three years already. Mm. And, and, you know, Baez is like, I need somebody to find that body. You're a private investigator. Like, get out there. In a statement to People magazine, Baez denies all of these claims and the fact that he exchanged sexual favours for legal services and denies any sexual relationship with Casey Anthony whatsoever. But Dominic Casey also claims, and it's in this affidavit, that he heard Baez say to Casey Anthony after he cancelled the media interview at her request, you owe me three blowjobs for that. And this is a guy coming out, signed a 15-page affidavit, oh, like, no. that this is what happened. Yeah. So Casey Anthony is basically paying her way through court with, with blowjobs and titty meat. Like, look that like there's it. something fucked up there like i'm not saying you know yeah you're not, not saying that it's true we're but not you're judge just, judy and executioner no, but even if i'm not saying even if, if there's he, even if a grown fucking man that's representing a young girl turns around yeah. and says you owe me three blowjobs that is inappropriate it's an abuse of a position of power yeah it is so it's like i'm only going to get you off innocent if you get me off all over your chest <laughs> do you know uh, yeah and maybe your face yeah maybe <laughs> if, if you get really innocent like what the fuck, man? How innocent do you want to get? <laughs> are, <laughs> oh, we God, God, about, are we talking about butt innocent? It's, <laughs> it's, it's one of these things where, like, Casey Anthony is being taken advantage of. No, she is. And as we go on in this analysis, in this show, you can see that she is a person who would be susceptible to getting taken advantage of. Yep. She, she's know, a, she's, I, like, I think she's a murderer, but I think she's a fucking victim as well. Yeah. And that is yeah. the worst thing. Like, because what the how fuck? many times have we done these true crimes? Like, and you listen to loads of them mm. where you're both hating and sympathizing with the poor cons who were, like, poor old John Wayne Gacy, like, poor old Ted Bundy, yeah. poor old Chickatilla. <laughs> do you know? Like poor old uh, 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 Joseph Fritzel. What an awful upbringing from yeah. his ma. Like poor old Charlie Manson. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, terrible shit happens when you're a kid and then it makes you do terrible shit to other people. And it's like that's fucking one That's when you're, you know? you're like, that's, you're, you're being sculpted. You know, sculpted is a horrible word. You're, like that's when everything kind of clicks. Yeah, you're being conditioned for abuse. Yeah, your so, values and your beliefs are being established. So this claim against Baez says that he's taken advantage of someone who has been, like you said, primed or sculpted mm. for abuse. Oh yeah. And we all have our mental shit. Oh, I've got yeah. loads of I've got loads of foibles, but yeah. like I was one of, I was one of the lucky ones in in the town that I'm from. Mm. Fucking everybody got molested in my town. 
Mm. And I was like, no, don't touch that fat kid. He has a big mouth. He'll tell everybody. He's going around <laughs> I'm do- a rat. He's going, I'm yeah, a rat. Yeah, he's going around doing Robin Williams impressions now. He fucking, he'll work it in somehow yeah. to tell someone, don't fucking touch him. But that real quiet lad over there who whose dad touches him, he's he's already trained to be shut the fucking up. But you can see, you can see that sadness in mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? You can see that. Especially if you're a predator, you can definitely yeah. see that shit. Ah, oh, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, uh, not saying that Baez is a predator by any accounts, and obviously that stuff is... is uh, from people magazine i'll share the source and you can read yeah. it yourself it's it's in a court case against them and against dominic casey for defamation mm. already so Baez is obviously fighting it but the accusation is out there now you can't put the, the shit back into the horse yeah. somebody is thinking where the fuck did she get the money for that do you know what i mean all that withstanding all that to the side we're not mm-hmm. even talking about that particularly that's just a little nugget just, yeah, just a little taster <laughs> she's talking about her her father like Baez comes out in the open statement and says maybe George molested Casey Anthony and that's why she's doing some mad shit right now do you ever think about that and everyone's like hmm yeah being molested probably would make you do weird stuff yeah but where the fuck did that accusation come out of there's no proof. There's no, uh, yeah. uh, you know, history of and violence. This is or the thing like you can't even because of all the other lies. How is that credible? Like you're just you're like people lie and like create like a false universe for themselves, like a false world because of trauma. Yeah, but emo- when emotionally this, protecting themselves. Yeah, absolutely, and start like like um, compartmentalizing like their mind and storing stuff away and creating this like like um fantasy kind of world that they exist in to hide what's happened to them i get that but you've lied so much i want in court two cops yeah like god that is so it's scary that that he that could have happened but nobody fucking believes you anymore i've seen so many things did you ever watch that uh, um do you ever watch i've seen so many times that that has happened where you say something to a cop and then you go back on yourself later on and then yeah. it's like right you're guilty you're going to jail do you ever watch that thing don't ever talk to cops it's no, like a youtube video it's from a guy who works with law enforcement it's about 25 minutes long yeah. and he's like this is why you don't say anything to a policeman tell him your name mm. give him your driver's license if he needs to don't say your name out loud yeah don't talk don't say anything if you're asked because you're pulled over for a taillight and the next thing you're up for murder absolutely a lot of people would be like he goes uh, you pull over and say where were you at seven o'clock sir uh, I was in the Piggly Wiggly. I was in the Seven Eleven, and you were there at seven o'clock, sir. Yeah, and then they write that down, and then later on, if if it's found out that you were there at ten past seven, yeah, that's brought up in court. I said, sir, you said you were there at seven o'clock, and it, it actually it was ten past seven, God. and between seven and ten past seven, there was a man shot. So you weren't where you said you were. Yeah, we're accusing you of that thing, and you don't have an alibi. Bye. Yeah. Say See you later, jail. Nothing. Like Say nothing. Th- those kind of things, people get caught tripped up on, and they're they're in a, in a in a bench court or in a jury court you're getting fucked yeah. you <laughs> how fuck did up, this happen yeah if you're fucked up like that there's loads of lads are innocent in jail obviously loads of lads have done stuff too but loads of lads are innocent and loads of people that are walking around obviously yeah after murdering kids but like how can you get away with that i know with so many lies when one guy is like i was there at seven o'clock it was actually 10 past seven sir you're in a slammer yeah like how, where's the like the gulf of difference between those two things baffles me I, I can't understand how, how all that stuff can be got away with especially the biggest fucking lie of all which was the original story from Casey Anthony when she was discovered that she didn't have her child in her custody uh, was this mis- mysterious nanny uh, Zanny who kidnapped the child and then when no woman in real life could be produced with that name 
or that identity, it became clear there was something suspicious going on. People yeah. were like, why the fuck is this Zanny the Nanny? There is no real life nanny called Zenaida Fernandez Gonzalez, but there is a woman called that by that name. And uh, she's recently opened up a defamation case to sue Casey Anthony and the Anthony uh, uh, mm. estate. Because she's like, you've ruined my fucking life. People like Georgie are thinking, Burgess. Georgie Burgess. <laughs> yeah. You ruined my fucking life. Poor old George. Can, I, can you call me by my middle name, please? <laughs> and I shaved these sideburns. I thought they were cool. Absolutely. Um, the real Zanadia Gonzalez failed in her attempt to sue Casey Anthony in, in a Florida court, claiming her life was turned upside down by the case. But the court said there is nothing in the statement to support Gonzalez's allegations that Anthony intended to portray a nanny as a child kidnapper and potentially a child killer. Mm. But the shit can't go back in the horse. This thing has come out now. Yeah. And everybody thinks like, oh yeah. Because they don't look into it past the headline. Mm. They're like, didn't Casey Anthony say her nanny Rob? And that one is still walking around. Hey, you're the one that has the same name. Yeah. Hey, you with it. Do you know? Yeah. Like that's fucked. Yeah, it is fucked. And this poor woman is, is <laughs> her life is ruined, even though the court deemed it uh, not ruined. You're like, yeah. yeah, well, you're not living my life. Imagine that. St- have you seen this woman? Or like, imagine all the fake Facebook things going around being I've, like. I've seen a fucking picture of her. And like, she doesn't know well, but like, you know, if you knew what her face looked like and you saw her and you're like, are you that n- Zanny, the nanny? Yeah. Even like, that name. Yeah. Now you have these guys like uh, Tay Zonday, Chocolate Rain. You know, these guys <laughs> yeah, not yeah. are like the Star Wars kid or any yeah. of these meme people. Like people see them and they're, they're on the internet all the time. You're like, yeah. oh, you're that meme. Yeah. Like it'd fucking ruin your life if you got memed. That's it. Or if you're like the fella that fell on the ice or whatever. Like everybody knows you. Everybody knows the crack. They've I seen it. that video. <laughs> <laughs> they know the crack. Like you're yeah. internet famous. So this woman is like internet famous for... Kidnapping a child and killing it. I know, that's not chocolate rain. No, it's not good. The Star Wars kid. But there are also other alternatives to the murder of this child. And these all came out in court as options. And instead of looking at the most obvious suspect, like, you know, Casey herself was, for all the lies and all, pretty much a, a definite, right? Definite I think suspect. she's a definite. So the defense for Anthony purported that the child may have drowned in the family pool mm. and that there was a cover up. And that it wasn't reported for 31 days because they were trying to get rid of the body further away than just the back of the car. Mm. Casey Anthony's attorney, Baez, put this forward as an option and even implicated the grandfather, father of Casey, George Anthony. He said that George found the child and came in dead in the pool and came to Casey and said, you have to take care of it. Now, in that case, if it was an accident, if it was a genuine accident and mm-hmm. the child fell in the pool and died and drowned, wouldn't you just be like, fuck, fuck, that's a tragedy, chalk it down, it get a pool cover, happens all the time, man. Yeah. Happens all the time. Like you, you know you'd probably the, get in trouble now for being like, well, why didn't you have these precautions? Yeah. You have a, a, a two-year-old and it, a pool. Involuntary manslaughter have, yeah. or something like that. You go yeah. two, three years, it's like, you know, mind your fucking kids. Yeah. They're doing, did you ever see these training courses of toddlers being trained how to, how to survive falling into pools? No. It's fucking magical. Are you serious? So they get the baby and they uh, train it to kick with one leg and straighten the other leg and then do this thing like this. And How then old when, are they? Uh, like one. I swear to God, it's amazing. And uh, then when it rolls over on its back, it spreads out its legs and it's able to float. And even though its ears are underwater, it screams like, ah, but not like that a, so it's like a, I'm in the water. Come get me. Like it's not a panicked scream. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'll show you when we're finished. Oh, it's will you? magical. 
Yeah. And they're training these babies to do that. So if you have a pool in your house and you don't have a trained child who, if they fall into the pool, can right themselves and won't drown, yeah. you're irresponsible. So if they have a pool in the Anthony's Absolutely, house, yeah. probably quite well off, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're looking at like the grandfather finds it. And then instead of going, you have to, to call, sort it out. We'd have like, to call the authorities. Now, could he be culpable because it was his pool and his property? Could he be the one that didn't have the precautions and he'd be going in for involuntary manslaughter? So he went to take Casey. Take it. Your, child, your grandchild's well, dead. Do you I know, know what I mean? But m- maybe that could be a reason why he said to Casey, hey, get rid of that body. So I was like, I'm not going to jail get for you. Get rid of that body. I'm not going to jail for you after you coming in here and treat me all the way you're treating me and all. There's something um, not right. It's very There's weird. something not right about that. Even, even at a base level. Yeah. Find a dead body. You find a dead child that's your grandchild in the pool. Yeah. You're like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Yeah. You know, God loved the child. You want to put the child tragedy. to rest. Yeah. And like you would. Not in a Winnie the Pooh pillowcase in a swamp up a the swamp. road. Like, what? What do you think about the grandfather's actions there? If that is indeed the reality. If of what that's happened. the case, I think he's mentally not well, and <laughs> yeah. there's a reason behind that. You know, what I mean, I just don't think that any um, functioning human being would be like. Oh, fuck's sake, here. Your child is fucking drowned in the pool. Get that out. I can't be dealing with that. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not real. That can't be someone's reaction. That's a reaction for like spilled Rice Krispies. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Or like even, God, a heartless person. Look, fucking your, your bunny rabbits in the pool. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you let that happen? The, do- the dog is after getting run over and out in the front. Yeah. yeah I are to leaving the door open and now the dog's dead. Yeah. You know, get rid of that dog. Bring the vet. You but then even, you'd even ring the vet, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, you wouldn't be even as heartless as, as to talk about... It's heartless, that's the thing. It's cold and it's heartless. So here's where it goes a little bit deeper then. In her web of lies, uh, uh. Casey alleges that her father, George, would molest her. Mm. Uh, and in her conversations with psychiatrists, this is all on the books, like this is not speculation. Uh, Casey Anthony said to her psychiatrist, uh, Jeffrey Danzinger, one of many, uh, during psychological evaluations around the court case that she claims that Kaylee drowned while George, who was habitually molesting her from the age of 8 to 12, Mm. was trying to molest Kaylee. And the same thing that he did to Casey when she was that age or or younger. And continuing from that previous claim of he found her in the pool, maybe George was molesting Kaylee. She died while it was happening. And then he brought the body to Casey and said, get rid of that body. Or you're dead. No, I don't buy that. No. I... Why would he... I've looked into shit enough now to know that if, you, if you're molesting people from like fucking even 4 to 12 or 8 to 12, a two-year-old wouldn't really do it for you. Unless you're your man from the Lost Prophets or whatever. Some people Unless are just you're that fucked up. No, but then why wasn't he molesting her since he was a baby? It's his baby. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's a power like, thing, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't. It's weird. It's very weird. And it it's a weird, weird accusation. And it's a weird thing to say to a psychiatrist, but because it's public record, you can go in and look in and find that stuff. Now, yeah. here's a here's an odd thing. When the bones of the child were found, mm. there were shorts on the body. Yeah. And this is from the Reddit thread from History yeah. Mystery. Very interesting point. I can't corroborate it. It's a mind, uh, mind chewing gum. Something yeah. to think about. Chew on it. There were shorts found on the child. Those shorts were also on the child in a picture from when the child was a little over one. Mm. And she grew a lot from that time until the time she died just before three years of age. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a year. But those shorts were found on the dead body. 
and they were a little bit ripped. So could it be that somebody was molesting the child while it was naked? It died during whatever was going on. And they put And they were like, quick, I have to dress it. So they just pulled out these shorts, pulled it up on a dead body. And they were like, oh, it's too small. Rip it a little bit. Pull it right up. Sure, it's grand, yeah. And and try and make up some other narrative. Lash the baby in a bag and throw it in the thing and go like, oh, yeah, somebody else did that. And it was wearing its own clothes. But those clothes were of the size. And the labels were of the size of a one-year-old. And this baby, she's nearly three. Yeah, and she was a big baby, apparently. Yeah. So like... That kind of lends to the narrative that there was someone who A, had access to the baby, B, had access to the baby's own clothes and possibly yeah. older clothes, and C, they were there, that person was there when the child died yeah, because the child was dressed in those clothes. Like the, the mother wouldn't be dressing the child in clothes that were too small when it was alive or whoever was no. taking care of it. No, you wouldn't. Because it just doesn't work. No. So like... Someone went rummaging for these and went... Yeah, so the, the, when you can imagine a scenario like... I mean, don't imagine it too much because oh, obviously God, it's not great, yeah. but like the child is being interfered with, it's oh. naked, it dies during that and, and you're like, oh fuck, to grab panic. I, I don't know why you would dress a dead body. Maybe you're trying to make it look like the child was kidnapped and killed and put, you know, trying to obfuscate the fact that it was molested or whatever. I'm sure DNA yeah. evidence would prove otherwise. Yeah. It's just a weird detail. That is very weird. You find some ripped old shorts that were too small on a skeleton yeah. in a bag in a swamp. That's really weird. Isn't that fucked? Oh, it's so messed with it's a fucking. It's a mind uh, kernel. It's like it's like when you're eating popcorn, you're like, yeah, I like the story. And then you eat the shorts, it's like, oh, you fucker. And it gets your teeth. Like, it's like, that doesn't make any bit of sense. I know. You're furrowing your brow in, in, in a consternation. A horrible thought just came into my head there. Do, do, do describe it unless it's too bad. I don't know. I like, I was just, because I, I was saying to you already, I was like, that child, like gorgeous little girl. Mm. Big brown eyes, you know, kind of sallowy, small, <laughs> small ripped shorts. No, but I'm just like, the only thing that gets me that I'm just like, first of all, that girl's messed up in the head. And I think that it does cause an awful lot of trauma and constant trauma. If this is true, like these, yeah, are, if, these are allegations. If these allegations through are the court, true. So if he was made, uh, by, the, made yeah. by Casey Anthony's defense. So this is not yeah. like making up shit. This no, is like, no, no. Yeah, no, they, they, they said, said that. Yeah. But like, and just popped into my head just a thought there I've never thought it during this research but like, why what if she's lying about all these men and it's her dad yeah it's the dad and maybe it just got to the point where she just couldn't someone in the family couldn't live with it anymore well this is the thing I mean possibly George was the father like, they didn't they couldn't do a DNA test and if they did it would show up that it was Anthony family DNA anyway so yeah. they couldn't 100% prove that because there was a lot a lot of things went into making sure that body wasn't found until it was until it was just bones yeah. you know so any kind of um, I guess the sexual assault signs of sexual assault would wouldn't be, be gone. able yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be able to be found it's it's weird in in this in this psycho uh, psychotherapy deposition or or I guess it was a, like a legal psychotherapist session yeah. with uh, Jeffrey Danzinger uh, Casey says. Quote, I took her from him and collapsed on the porch. He was yelling at me. It's your fault. Couldn't believe you did this. He left the house saying, daddy is going to take care of it. I think he held her underwater. Maybe he was doing something to her and tried to cover it up. I don't think it's an accident and I didn't do it. That's what Casey Anthony said to her psychiatrist, Jeffrey Danzinger. Like that's cracker bananas, right? Yeah. Then why not say that at the start instead of making all the shit up? And 
yeah, if it's entirely possible, yeah, you know that George was continually, uh, uh, you know, molesting Casey into yeah. her late teens. Like, this is one of the main points of the case put forward by by is right. Yeah, I'm I'm tiptoeing now because it's like you don't want to say it. You can't. Yeah, it's personal opinion, but you don't want to say it that wasn't outside the court case that a thing yeah. could happen, right? So it seemed that this turning point happened when it was announced that Casey had been molested by her father in mm-hmm. court as part of the opening statement and continually through the case. There was a claim that her brother molested her as well, but this was less covered by the media. And Casey said in these psychological depositions, I don't know if you call them a deposition, but it was it was part of the court proceedings. She had to have yeah. a psychological evaluation and it was all kept on record. So I guess mm. you could call it like a, a deposition. Uh the allegation of the brother molester was dropped into the opening statement and the father molester dropped into the opening statement by Baez and never really followed up on later on in the case with the jury or the public and everyone just had like this sense of oh something weird going on there no yeah. real relevance to the case or any of the evidence and maybe it was just uh, an underhanded kind of legal effort to get sympathy for the accused yeah change the accused to the abused it's also thought that it was entirely made up and George accidentally you know killed Kaylee while uh, he was molesting her so these claims of George molesting the child are not completely unfounded because former boyfriends of Casey Anthony say that uh, she confided in them about her brother touching her while she slept he he used to sneak in at night time and squeeze her boobs and have a wank Eh. yeah and she she said that to them and that the father had been abusive violent uh, sexually sexually abusive and he was hitting her often uh, and during these psychological tests, uh, it was revealed that George had been molesting Casey from the age of eight until 12, uh, which included uh, vaginal intercourse and forced oral copulation. Uh, so there was even, you know, maybe he continued on. She said after 12 that they would have, um, you know, continual sexual contact, but not mm. as frequent as the ages of eight to 12. Yeah. And I guess she's, a, you know, a, a, a kind of a growing, fully developing woman at that point. But he was like dipping in and out once or twice a year. And at, at 19, he could have... Fathered a child. Yeah. I mean, she said that he did sexually assault her when she was 18, which is the time around Kaylee would have been conceived. So like, yeah. it could be totally entirely possible. And that, sh- that shows a whole new, different, weirder angle on the whole thing. It's like... It does, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. It's just like if this, if it had been just that initially, like I think it would have been just a completely different case. Yeah. It's just all the lies. But then again, like, as I said, Someone you go through some serious trauma. Molested. Yeah, they're going to lie. Yeah, a lot. She didn't really help herself yeah. either. Weird. You know? The psychologist did, though, conclude that she was suffering from genuine denial and emotional suppression. Yeah. And her unemotional descriptions in court and her behavior surrounding her daughter's disappearance when it was described when she's out on, you know, in front of the news gone. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. It was always, she never named, it was always my daughter. Like yeah. she was her possession. And then like, I was kind of thinking maybe it's because she felt like her dad's possession. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a, 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 like a perpetual abuse mentality. Yeah. Also, uh, when you think about Bill Clinton, when he's like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Like that woman, the yeah. fact that you'll depersonalize yeah. m- means that you're trying to, uh, extricate yourself yeah. from the situation and try and distance yourself from guilt. that woman yeah to say that <sighs> so rude. she was going like my daughter my daughter instead yeah. of going little Kaylee little yeah. Kaylee like it is like my baby is yeah. right if you're going to say my, my, my daughter like my baby it's you telling. know like my everything you wouldn't be my daughter like. yeah who, who would know what they were fighting about before she stormed out of the house that night maybe you know Casey caught 
maybe this. Okay. This is totally off the walls now. Right. Maybe this. Right. Maybe the night that she left the house and stormed out, that was the night that she caught her dad fiddling the child. Mm. And he had killed her. And she goes, I- I'm leaving. And she took an already dead or dying baby out of the house with her. Yeah. To try and go off and, and get help somewhere, move out of the house. Yeah. And then halfway realized, like, fuck, if what I... What am I doing? What am I doing? Like, if I tell people now about this, I'll be in just as much trouble. And the, the, the whole thing kind of starts going, like, oh, the guilt will be on her too. Yeah. Like, maybe that's what that fight was about. Yeah. Like, why aren't, why don't they say what the fight was about if it wasn't about something like that? Do you know, there's too many, like, things that aren't too being... Too many dis- lies, Yeah. There's too, too many, many lies. lies. Like, ah. I, I'm exhausted even hearing <laughs> about all these lies. But you're not just... And now... Is it not you're just used to hearing my voice when you go to sleep listening to the show? Yeah, like, I'm literally just like... <laughs> it's so weird though the fact that like this all happened that, that George could be the father and she's she's given all this information to the psychiatrist but if the he abused her then why didn't they do a DNA test yeah. with the dad you know if you're saying he abused me any person would be like let's okay. just try let's this test it let's test it yeah the fact that she was in real financial and legal trouble didn't cross across her face at all and people were like I don't believe her she's smiling too much and she's wearing them tops of her tit me hanging out like she's <laughs> she's not she's not serious about this thing uh, she seemed to be joking on camera when she wasn't being uh, when she wasn't in court, like having to perform like a like a uh, the accused. Yeah. And these psych evaluators were going like, "Is she totally disassociated? Is is this happened because of trauma?" And according to their diagnosis, yes, that's yeah. exactly what happened. She's displaying genuine denial and emotional suppression as a result of physical or sexual uh, uh, trauma. And the fact that her parents are also exhibiting typical symptoms of a family with a history of abuse, molestation, and and, and other types of, uh, I guess, abhorrent behavior it yeah. is absolutely an indicator. The way that the mother is in complete denial. Oh, serious denial. Like, more than a river in Africa. She mm-hmm. is, like, proper uh, uh, defending everybody on all sides and everybody's innocent. And, you know, even though she's yeah. the one that's like, where's the child, where's the child, where's the child? Oh, it's dead. Oh, shit. Uh, George also is a pathological liar. Yeah. And if you go through that history mystery uh, Reddit forum, it's too much to even start talking about. Yeah. The amount of lies that he was telling in and out of court. Like, so many lies. And maybe it's not a sexual thing. Maybe it's not she wasn't traumatized sexually. Maybe it's just like, if you're raised by narcissists, it's very hard not to be a narcissist or whatever. Yeah. And if you've been surrounded by lies your whole life, you're going to think that that's, that's how you act. Well, Casey also claims in these psychological depositions that uh, when they were living at home, she used to lock the door of her bedroom every night because, mm-hmm. this is from her, she wanted to protect the child from George. And these psych evaluators even claim that she may have killed or, or removed her child from the family unit or even, even killed her as a direct result of being molested and even so far as to protect the child from further abuse from George. Yeah, I was like that's gonna kind of bounce around in my mind now. What if there there was a fight that she did know that the abuse was going on that night, and she confronted him, fucked off for thirty one days, and just thought she's ruined now. Yeah. I'm ruined. Better to just kill her. To like, I don't want her living the life that I lived. Yeah, because first of all, that child would always remind her if he was the father. Yeah. remind her of the abuse. She's only twenty two years of age. In her warped mind, maybe she thought. I'm done with him. I don't want her to be abused. This is a kindness. And now she's gone, I can completely forget that part of my life and start again. Yeah. 
get away with murder. It's horrible to say, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? And like, at the same time, you're thinking she's only 21 or 22. 20, yeah, 21, 22. Like. And she's in that home situation. I mean, there's people k- k- kill themselves for less. Yeah. Like every day by the dozen. Yeah. For being in a less fucked up situation, providing that that situation is actually true. And all that information, apart from the stuff that we're saying is our personal opinion, yeah. all that other information about locking the doors and being molested from 8 to 12. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that was weird. Being molested from 8 to 12. <laughs> that came out <laughs> odd. Uh, locking the doors, being molested from 8 to 12, having a genuine fear that her child may have been uh, you know, molested by George. Like all of that stuff is on paper as part of those psychological depositions. Mm. Like it's there. She was talking to to um the, the, the psychologist. Like that's just bananas. Yeah. That's a fucking weird line. That's a weird line. I jumped around there this moment. Daddy as well. Daddy. Daddy will take care of it. There's, there's something, right? There is something very call sexual about that word. Yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh man, if Claire called me daddy, I'd be like, fuck the fuck off. No, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm packing wrong. up my dick and balls it, and I'm moving out. That is, but some people like that. Hey, papi. Oh yeah, daddy. I think it's only in porn though and lads watch too much porn and they're like I'm, not real. I'm addicted to it's people not real. calling me daddy or I can't ejaculate. Can you please Someone's call me daddy? Someone's calling me daddy. Imagine that. That is fucked. If someone said call me daddy I'd be like get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> or I'll call me daddy. <laughs> I'll actually ring me daddy. Yeah that's mad. That's fucking weird like yeah. problems. But you know let's not judge. This wouldn't be one for judging. <laughs> I just won't be calling anyone daddy. No, it's so weird. I mean, imagine if you're, you know, part of the sugar daddy thing. Did you see that stuff that uh, Vogue Williams making those? No. Making those documentaries. You should watch Vogue Williams' great documentarian, man. People say she's a, a you know, a tick airhead. No, I'm like, I think she's a really clever she's woman, yeah. Um, she made a really good documentary and she's so natural. The sugar babies the and all that. The sugar babies. I was, yeah. I always mess with my mates when no acting work's coming in. I'm like, I'll just be a sugar baby for a while. Yeah, just go up on the website. Yeah. A couple of pictures. Make money, off, <laughs> make money off that tit meat. That's how, that's how it goes. My tit meat's gone. <laughs> we have to get you some cakes, make you bob. <laughs> You'll be a real sugar baby. Like diabetes from the sugar. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. Like, I just want to run you through very quickly the timeline of the day when mm. Casey was arrested. So weird, so strange, so many lies. Like, obvious, findable, discoverable lies. Easily... Why would you bother yeah. doing this? Why yeah. would you bother lying? Like, Maybe why would you bother lying? Because of abuse, you know. Uh, so 7 a.m., yeah. uh, uh, Cindy left for work. The mother, the grandmother of Kaylee left for work. 7.45, a call is made from the family home to Casey's cell phone. Presumably, it was made by Casey in an attempt to find her phone because it was lost in the house. As you do, mm. ring your phone. That means she was awake. 7.52, uh, password protected account on MySpace. Lord of mercy on MySpace. Uh, and uh, research for uh, quote shot girls costumes for Tony Lazaro's nightclub event so he was she was going out with her boyfriend at the time okay she was looking for cool costumes shot girls shot girls what's a shot girl just because those, like, those ones are like hey you want some shots you know like oh, hot pants and that thing right. 756 uh, she was chatting on the computer using using some uh, some chat software and then some searches and texts and normal stuff was done on the phone in court when asked Amy Mm. what happened on the morning that Kaylee disappeared mm. she said my dad woke me up at 9am mm. why why did your dad wake you up at 9am why, why would you lie about that because you're when, hiding something when your phone records clearly show that you were awake at 7.45 that's fucked 
like, what happened between 7.45 and 9 that was actually who were you messaging what was actually go- like so yeah. many questions and that's Sad. the 7 seven o'clock or 10 past 7 with the cops yeah like that just fucking throws up all sorts of red flags it does yeah like what the fuck man right and that's if it's like 9 is a, like if you're up at fucking 7 or if you're up early you're up early yeah 9 is when everyone should be getting up Oh, you should be definitely up by then. Do you know what I mean? I was, like, up, at, I was up at like 10 past six this morning. Well, I don't sleep, so. <laughs> <laughs> you win. Uh, at one forty-five, uh Casey calls her friend Amy. Mm-hmm. They talk for about uh, 40 minutes. Right. So yeah, George te- te- uh, testified in court that he left the house at half two for work. What, so what's his job? Half two is very late to be on to work. Like Law enforcement. So he could have been doing a, a day and night shift. Right. A late shift. Um, <laughs> here's one. At 10 to three... A search from Casey's phone for foolproof suffocation and they misspelled the word suffocation. Of course they did. And the user clicks on a suicide themed website from the Anthony House IP. So it could be mm. from the phone, it could be from the computer. Yeah. But it's definitely coming from Casey Anthony's house. Yeah. Was she contemplating suicide or was she con- looking up stuff to choke the child to death with? And he definitely left the house. So he, he testifies in court. Well, the only person that's like tried suicide was him. So. I don't know, man. Seems weird. More MySpace stuff uh, around the same time. Around three o'clock, Casey answers the phone from Jesse. He mm. describes this conversation in court as abnormal. And Casey started to say to her parents, you know, they're divorcing and there's a problem going on in the house and there's mm. internal kind of relationship troubles. Maybe that's what the argument was about. Why yeah. are they divorcing? Maybe George got caught doing something. Like it's all, yeah. all these things like people, people's stories are, are not matching up in court. No. Five past three, Casey disconnected the phone call from Jesse and took another one from George. Okay. Uh, according to the defense, this 26 second call from her father took place as soon as he got to work. And it's apparently him saying to her, I took care of everything. Okay. Telling her to dispose of the body and wanting her not to tell her mother about the child's death. Like, that's what that's what Baez is claiming that phone call was about. Couldn't find a transcript, couldn't find a recording of it, couldn't mm. there's not it's speculation at most. Yeah. That's crazy. That they would put that out in court. Five past three. Uh this happens half an hour later. Casey makes a phone call to Tony Lazaro and then uh to Cindy's work. And then Casey's cell phone rings after four o'clock, indicating that she left the house around this time to go to Tony's place. Mm. And then there was about 10 missed calls to her mother. Okay. To her boyfriend, to Jesse, to Cindy again then in the evening time. And these are all between four and about seven. And then about eight, her and Lazaro are seen entering and walking around a blockbuster video. And Kaylee is not with them. Where's the child? Did she leave the house without the child? Obviously so. Yeah. Like what happened the night before? And then at an unknown time in the evening, Cindy arrives home to an empty house and then starts ringing and saying what's the fuck crack where's the child where's George where are you uh, they they claimed that the child might have died in the swimming pool because there was a ladder left out of this mm. above ground swimming pool that maybe the child had climbed up and got into the swimming pool and drowned uh, and they didn't put it back yeah uh, but nobody in the Anthony family claims to have swam in the pool and then she called George in a panic to quote bitch him out which are George's words from his testimony and she told her co-workers the next day that she was worried that her neighbors were swimming in her pool not that her granddaughter was dying in her pool and bitch him out yeah she was just gonna it's like get on to him 
she's just going to get onto him like she's going to just right. ring and chew him out on the phone it's a very immature phrase to use isn't it yeah it's a weird timeline that like that's a really weird Casey, timeline Casey and George something happened to the child George is ringing leaving a small note saying yeah I, I sorted that out yes and then continuing on in work and then she goes over to her boyfriend Tony says like that's very odd it's all very odd behavior it's very odd like that that kid died that day 100% oh I, I absolutely did, I, oh, 100% don't deny it died. like even she's ringing your man who like what thinks he's the dad the ex Jesse yeah and he at that time thought he was the dad yeah because it wasn't proven until after the child had died that he wasn't like the, if he picked up the phone would she have said she's dead my dad killed the baby who knows maybe Jesse went over to get the child like who knows like that's that's what the defense yeah, is throwing yeah. up there yeah. that there was calls made and calls made so when she's apparently with Tony she's calling from 4 till nearly 7 o'clock she makes like 15 phone calls and yeah. there's missed calls to Cindy and there's calls to and from Tony to and from like why is she calling Tony if she's with Tony yeah so is she in the jacks and she's ringing them to bring her up toilet paper like what's the crack there like, yeah why are you ringing them do you know what I mean and the the timeline for the court case is even a little bit weirder because there's so many bits in it that are coming out where she doesn't testify in court at all. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about like uh, August 9th, the child is born, uh, uh, t- 2005, and then 2008, ju- on, on June 16th, that's the last time she's seen alive. And then a month later, Cindy Anthony reports that Kelly is missing and the day next day, Casey Anthony is, is arrested for child neglect. Mm. Saying that the baby was kidnapped by uh, Zanny the nanny. The next day, they find the car. So it's July 17th. They find the car and the yeah. cadaver dog identifies the scent of human human decomposition. Yeah. A, a month and a half later, on the 27th of August, authorities say that an air sample from the car indicates that there were human remains in the trunk. Yeah. And then, like, three months later, a grand jury indicts Casey Anthony on a capital murder and other charges and she pleads not guilty so she's in incarcerated for this entire time like she spent three four years in jail for this thing yeah uh, uh, going through the trial process yeah so december 11th skeletal remains are found in the wooded area near the anthony home by cronk yeah so we're talking about she's arrested on the 17th of july and f- uh, uh six months later in december they're finding the body right yeah and then authorities announced that it has been kaylee anthony around around christmas time and then four or five months later uh prosecutors said that they'll they're looking for the death penalty if they could if they could uh convict her yeah and then there's not really a whole lot then for a whole year she just has to sit and wait for her court case april 2010 the judge assigned to the case stan strickland recuses himself and then we get the amazing judge belvin perry did you watch those videos the ones that you sent me yeah the court the court proceedings and he's just pure like so y'all telling me that i just um, yeah it's like oh, it's just like why are you even here woman, uh, <laughs> kidnap your baby like yeah <laughs> it's, just so like, it's, it's again it's just like it, it doesn't feel real yeah again adding to this whole fucking case like it's just it's like is that why are you putting that man well why him strickland recused himself couldn't find any reasons why okay. i don't know if he knew george i don't know if he was a part of the case if it was that to do with it don't know mm. why replaced by belvin and then in 2011 three years after some mm. shit went down and she was arrested yeah three years nearly three years later jury selection begins and then they go through this whole thing forensic experts and 
uh, uh, you know, opening statements. Yeah. It, it gets bananas in 2011. And this is the, the crux of it. Like everyone was, you know, speculating for the couple of years beforehand. All the psychological tests are being done. Evidence is being gathered, knowing that there's a trial coming up. And this trial hits in in May 2011. Mm. And the shit hits the fan. People are like, you can't be saying that. Who are you accusing? Like people are like all the stuff that we talked about. George being, uh, you know, uh, accused. Yeah. Uh, all these old boyfriends, like fucking nine lads, die in car crashes, and like, she's like, any of them could be the father. It's like, what yeah. if they all like jizz in a cup and you threw it up yourself? Like, how can these many people be not only riding you, but then also dying in car crashes? Yeah, don't be it's riding, hard enough to get don't pregnant. Be riding her like, <laughs> like do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's the kiss of death on your willy. Like, what's <laughs> what what you know? How how is this timeline? you know how how does this make any sense when she's doing all of this stuff there's cadaver dogs going definitely there was dead bodies in the back of her car but Zanny de- doesn't de- exist decomposed de- dead bodies yeah. which mean that he couldn't the dad couldn't have got, been like oh, I got rid of that body he obviously didn't if it was in the boot long enough for it to decompose so that's what I'm saying maybe it died maybe the child died a long time before that do you know what I mean maybe yeah. maybe it died just sitting in the boot like and then she just went away let's put it this way maybe and I'm putting this out there now. This is all speculation, personal mm-hmm. opinion from what we've learned. Maybe on the night that she left the house, she didn't leave with Kaylee. Maybe she left because the child died. In whatever way it died, maybe drowned in the pool, maybe, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, died from being molested to death. Or maybe she was just like, you know, uh, uh, yeah. chloroformed. What they do say, there's a whole lot of stuff about chloroform. I don't even oh, want to yeah, get into it because it's fucking too scientifically crazy. She made her own... Made hey. her own Make chloroform. Made your own chloroform. It's not. You have to like be able to distill it and everything like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it's not. Uh, chlor made it. Yeah, it's not a, a, you know, a Gordon Ramsay or a recipe or a, you know. No. <laughs> can't just look it up in a book. Like, oh yeah, we make a bit of chloroform. Yeah. So it, it could have been chloroform. The 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 skull was found with um duct tape around the mouth and yeah. head. So maybe it was, maybe she just wanted the child to shut the fuck up and put tape over its face. Yeah. And it suffocated, or mm. maybe Zanny the nanny was actually Xanax, and they gave it too much, and it it slipped into a, a, a coma, and the heart stopped, and yeah. that was it. Like maybe it's happened to a bunch of rappers. Now you see all these rappers that are fucking oh, yeah. horsing Xanax into yeah. them, and one young lad died of a, a, an overdose of Xanax because it stops your heart. Like yeah, so maybe she, maybe it, like she didn't do that, or maybe um she found. Xanax, the, the kid, and, and took loads of them. Yeah. We were taking a load of my nanny's heart tablets before. <laughs> Don't know. And you were like, oh, I feel like falling in love. It's no. Like, it's like, not that tablets. <laughs> no, my nanny had like a triple bypass or something like that. And I took tablets, like it was like blood thinner or something like that. My, I remember my cousin taking them, like, taking You're something like, else. Nanny, have you got any more of them blood tablets? I'm them blue pills, nanny. Like, no, as a kid, like I remember, because you just see like people taking tablets Sweeties. and you're like, oh God, I want to do that, like to feel grown up. <laughs> no. No, I didn't really do that. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't take tablets now. Maybe it's why I don't like, take tablets now. I'm, I'm just like, no, I'll deal with the pain. But like, think about <laughs> think about the night that that happened when she walked away. Maybe she walked away without without a baby. Maybe the baby was already dead. Yeah. And 31 days later, after yeah. the child sitting in the back of the boot of the car mm. for that 31 days, then she came back to the family home and the dad's like, okay. You have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of that body. Took it put it in a pillowcase after yeah. it's sitting composing uh, decomposing in the back of her car for 31 yeah. days and he's like i get rid of it then you couldn't get rid of it no okay i will yeah because he did something to it and she's like i'm saving my child like that's the only way i that's the only scenario that i can imagine that a body would be in the back of that car long enough to decompose and not be 
buried yeah, in the it woods. It takes a while. Like, it takes at least a few days. And like she five, six days yeah. for it to start to stink. That's the that's the kind of the the, the rules. It's starting to build up gases inside. I guess a smaller body would decompose faster. Yeah. Um. Oh, absolutely. Like so, you're looking at at least a week to get to the level. Thirty one days is very, very, very long for a child to be in the boo. Like think about how long meat it lasts when you bring it home and you don't put it in the fridge. Ah, oh, stop! Like four days and you have to get rid of it. Yeah, so it, like it becomes rancid days. and stinking. So, like if you have a child in the boot of your car, something happened on the night she left. Something be happened it, on the night she be left. Be it Xanax, be it the pool, be it George, yeah. in any way at all. And she's like, "I'm taking my baby with me," or yeah. she left it in the house, and it was wrapped up in a pillowcase. And she's like, "I'm out of here. I don't feel safe." And George is like, what am I going to do with the, the baby or what am I going to do with the body? Yeah. Or she brings the body with her out in the back of the car. Off she goes. And then she comes back and goes, okay, dad, uh, you're asking where the child is. You're asking where the child is. Mom doesn't know because you told me yeah. not to tell her. So she's yeah. fucking hopping the phone out of it, hopping the phone out of it. Yeah. And then, okay, she comes home 31 days later, comes home. Dad, okay. We need to the come up with dead. a line. We need to get rid of it. Mom is asking questions. Yeah. And then she says, yeah, the next morning, the morning that they found found out that she was missing. Mm. Dad woke me up at nine o'clock. When she's awake at 7.45, Zanny the nanny, who doesn't exist, took the child. I've yeah. had her this whole time. She took her off in the car. Like, that's the thing where she might sit down with George and go, uh, how do I explain that the fucking child is in the back of the car then stinking yeah. up this? Yeah. Put rubbish in on top of it. Put a rubbish bag in on top of it. They'll think it'll smell like mm. rubbish. Maybe that might hide it. Hide the smell. Put stinking Wishful rubbish thinking. in on top. It doesn't. Like... If you say it like that, you're like Colombo, like, just one more thing. Like, it, yeah. co- it could, that, I can't find the narrative that works. It just feels like it does. It feels like there's two different sets of lies and two different stories that they didn't obviously sit down and, and think of a one. That there's been a couple of options thrown around and that's why it's so all over the place. But such, such easily disputable. I know. Stuff, like saying, yeah, Zanny the nanny. You're like, the bitch doesn't exist. Oh yeah, yeah no. There has to be something with Xanax to come up with that. Yeah. There has to be. The internet says so. The internet definitely has says so. Has to be. Well, here's the here's what uh, uh, some of the major people involved um, say. Uh, Belvin Perry, the judge of the case, said, uh, I thought the state had proved its case. I thought while they may have had some flaws in their case, that there was a high probability that Casey would be found guilty of some form of homicide. Hmm. And that did not occur. A number of jurors said the reason that they came back with not guilty was because the state could not prove how Kaylee died. The defense threw out a lot of theories. They threw it that she drowned. They tried to build on the, in, uh, the inference that the gate was left open and that the ladder was, was down and that she was known to get out of her door and go up to the pool because she liked water. Mm. I mean, there was no evidence that that happened, he says. Those were inferences. But they were the logical inferences that were painted based on the slim factors that were left to argue. Yeah. Justice is always served in a case when the facts are litigated before a jury. The jury looks at the law through their lens and they render a decision. People may not agree with the decision, but when a case goes through the process that we have all agreed to, then justice is served. Mm. And that's the fucking court system. He goes, here we are 10 years away from her death and people still think about it. And there's one question that's on everyone's mind. What really happened? Until that question is fully answered, there will always be someone searching and someone wondering what the answer is. I just don't know why it hasn't been. I think because it's all gone away and there's no legal necessity like no one knows what's happening with Madeleine McCann there's no there's no suspects we're we're 11 years out from Madeleine McCann I know but regardless of of if they had something to do or not Madeleine McCann's parents are still like fine Maddy fine Maddy fine Maddy it's like that family are just happy to just not remember now there's something not right with that family imagine if they had found 
Madeleine McCann's body or remains at some point, hmm. would it still be find a killer, find a killer, find a killer? Is it not always so. going to be for a family though? For, for the family, closure. yeah, sure, but they're not getting enough exposure. Like the McCanns yeah. have millions behind them because they of do, Operation yeah. Grange and a load of yeah. other stuff. So they have like a government. Hmm. Like how many kids go missing every day? I and, know. and Madeleine McCann has so much money behind her. Yeah, that's true. You know what is what is that going on? Uh, a, a very interesting quote from the medical examiner, Doctor Jan Garavaglia. She says, "Looking back ten years, what I was most appalled with was the lack of the truth and the lack of substantial information. Mm. You could just say lies and not back it up by any kind of evidence, and that was allowed. It was a turning point for me," she says. This has been happening more and more in the past 10 years. But for me, that was the first time that I had to deal with it in society that sometimes the truth doesn't matter. And if you say it loud enough and often enough, people often get confused and start believing you. It's confused. If you just say it, say it again and really (laughs) believe it. Fake news. (laughs) As a medical examiner, we're expected to do a few things. Identify the body, come up with a cause of death, why that person died and the manner of their death. Mm. We don't just look at an autopsy or, or what the body shows. We look at the scene. We look at the circumstances. We look at what's going on preceding the death. And that's what we've been doing here today. And the shit don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And in this case, we have a child that is not reported missing for 31 days. When the child is reported missing by the grandmother, there is no explanation that's credible of what happened to that child. No. Fucking lies happened. Yeah. Easily disprovable lies. The body has clearly, clearly been hidden, she says. It has been put in two plastic bags, then put in a canvas bag and then thrown behind a rotting log a couple of blocks from the house. And then we have the duct tape that's still present on the face. Those three things together clearly make this a homicide. It's Mm. not changed in my mind. It's not changed in the police's mind. It's not changed in the prosecutor's mind. There is absolutely no proof that this is an accidental death. And sometimes I think science took a back seat on the truth with the Kaylee Anthony case. And I think so too. I think so too. Like, you can't have a, a baby skull with duct tape on the face no. and not be like some shit happened to that kid. You can't even say, I don't know what happened. When it's Something with, happened. With the a baby's, murder. like, because that baby was wrapped in a blanket from her room, that was missing. A part of she, a set and the other half of the set was set. in the house. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, she died in that, like, she died in that house. Yeah. Like, she, of course she has to have. And, and the medical examiner is like, nah, it's fucking bullshit, man. But there was no proof. There was no proof. There yeah, but your enough, man is law enough, enforcement. You know, we know. There mm. was enough not proof. Yeah. To be able to get away with it. And yeah, she did. Reasonable too. She did. On the 5th of July, 2011, <sighs> they, they found Casey Anthony to be not guilty for the first degree murder of her daughter for aggra- aggravated manslaughter and aggravated child abuse. She was, however, found guilty on four counts of providing false information to mm. the police, like leading them on a tour around. Yeah. Universal Studios and she was sentenced to four years in jail a year for each count and a thousand dollar fine for each count so four thousand dollars in fines altogether two of those counts were later thrown out and the time served waiting for the trial and the verdict were taken into account and she was given uh, incarceration credit uh, and only given three years to which she was given credit for already serving and then was put on probation for a year and then later on there was a judgment that she had to repay two hundred thousand dollars to the law enforcement related to the unnecessary investigations and search for kaylee so uh, she declared herself bankrupt chapter seven at that point and didn't have to pay that money and all in all after the verdict was given after spending a lot of time in jail during the trial because she couldn't afford the bail bond she only ended up serving 10 days in prison Ah, oh, for the entire my thing. God. 
10 days is all she served that's after. not even a long holiday yeah. like yeah that is disgraceful it is and uh the fact that she can't go anywhere or do anything or be seen or get a job or do anything that's that's a that's a punishment in itself that's a different type of punishment it is yeah but she's still free she's still walking around and her kid <laughs> is dead and nobody knows why or how or who did it and that in itself if she didn't indeed do it or doesn't yeah. know about it is another torture and another punishment how that she could has you, to carry on her shoulders you still keep that secret i'm sure she's really not wanting to go back to jail <laughs> no but she said as well i like i was listening to um a, a tiny like 10 minute clip and she it was her talking and she was like i sleep fine at night and i was like what is wrong with you i think she's like disassociated because of abuse so of course she sleeps yeah. fine she just goes i'll go into my personality that sleeps at night I know, and he, like, the family were like, We've, we don't sleep at night. Yeah, she's estranged now from the family I I've read seen that. This but morning. from her dad, she keeps in contact sometimes with her mom. Yeah, but with her dad, she's 100% like, I'm never talking to you again. And, yeah. I, you know, if the, sh- if the shit is to be believed, I, would, I wouldn't understand, you know, I would understand totally why. Yeah. Like, it's a fucked up family situation, right? 100%. So now, Amy, this is your first, and hopefully not last, but this is your first off defense. Right. Uh, short, personal opinions remarks about some of the stuff and i'm going to ask you it, it, it may not be pretty it won't be but mm. uh i think i think we'll get there mm. so casey anthony um she is a liar liar and her pants are on fire definitely yeah why do you think or how come she wasn't immediately convicted when found to be telling all these very disprovable and easy to uh, uh, tear apart lies and there was a body in the back of the car like why why wasn't she just bang to rights, throw the book at her, she's guilty? I think they're, they're, she was protected somehow by her family. Like, if her dad was in law enforcement, that's something that's always kind of tricked in my head. I'm like, is that why the body wasn't found until it was found? Because he knew how to get rid of the body? He, I think he, got, he knew that if he put that body in, in the water, it would decompose quicker. Yeah. And it wouldn't be found until there was no water there and it was just barren the smell kind of would, ditch. The, the smell would be concealed. Concealed under the water. Yeah. You know, that's why there's water in the toilet, you know. Yeah. So your poo doesn't come up over it and stink up the place. Yeah, I did actually know that. That's disgusting. Blowing. Um <laughs> But I think that he knew to put in water and it would it, it would um like erode quicker. And then any kind of like thing living in that water, even rats and stuff like that, it's like the soft tissue be taken care of. Yeah. The smell will be concealed. Like the West Memphis and he, tree kids. Just yeah. And he knew up. as well that um, people knew that that was a dumping site and no one really, like people only went down there to dump stuff anyway. He would or be looking. Or to do a wee wee. Or to do a wee wee. Or um, like no one would be going down looking for a body. Yeah. It was really close to the And if it was stinking, it's a, it's a rubbish site. So it's uh, Yeah, stinking. again, that's going to, there was too much top into where yeah. that body was put. Yeah. And then it's concealed until it's the like dry winter yeah and then it's tiny baby bones yeah it's not a big huge like it could be be mistaken for like a roast turkey or something yeah and people like who's gonna like who's really gonna see a tiny little baby skull like really like that could have been hid for ages no one was looking for that people had forgot about it he knew to put that there i don't think she's smart enough to dump that body okay what do you think then is it her that's guilty is it george that's guilty or a third party unknown possibly Roy Cronk who no. was doing a weird I think un- he, inexplicable piss down down in the forest I think there's something going I think he was told you need to back the fuck up or you know you're going to get dragged into this because he didn't give up but he gave up for a while 
So yeah. I think a part of him wanted to do the right thing, but a part of him wanted to be the one to expose it as well. I think that was like an inner turmoil with himself. But some kept him away for that long and it wasn't him that rang the last time. It was his superior. Yeah, because it was sitting on the might say like a ton of breaks. If, if you knew, if you, you'd you know again. Especially when it's heating up in the in the court. Yeah. So you see it on TV the whole time. You're like, fuck, okay, we have to do something about this shit. That would eat away at you. Of course I won't it be would. Sleep, like. Of course it would. What then about the alleged sexual relationship between Casey Anthony and her lawyer, Baez? Does that sound like a thing that could be true or is it just salacious tabloid I think uh, it could be a bit of both. I think that... Like, Bear in he mind could, it's People magazine, so they're yeah, not really known look, for that. I think that he probably was... Speak, like, she was a... She's not a bad-looking woman. Yeah, she's all right. Very, very young. Nice meat. Yeah. And the tits. Meat, tit, <laughs> I'm meat. not saying that again. <laughs> I've said that too much now. Um, <laughs> That's going to no, be a t-shirt I think, now, you I know. think he could have spoke yeah. about her in a kind of sexual way and stuff like that but yeah, but that's fellas and I she mean, could me, like. but you know like I actually don't really give a bollocks about that yeah it's not it's not really I don't important that's her own fucking business yeah. so whatever way she wants to pay for it like um, <laughs> as well though it does it does kind of it just shows she can be taken it like to let someone speak as someone that's representing you and trying to make you look 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 innocent it does it does but maybe like it, it, it it would, if they were in a sexual relationship, a possibly yeah. romantic relationship, because mm. they're not really mutually exclusive. Yeah. If they were doing that stuff. Yeah. It could promote Baez, hypothetically, yeah. to behave differently or outside of the remits of uh, traditional attorney's duties and possibly do extra lies and extra shady extra shit and there was, to get her off. There, there's... Yeah, I, I definitely think if, if something wasn't going on, I definitely think he found her attractive. Because mm. he really, there was like, no, it was bad, like, man. no, she's not mad. Like, she's not bad, but like, it was like, that was like a fucking like Roman circus in that fucking courtroom. And I guess like, she wasn't really in contact with a whole lot of men for any kind of period of time. No, and if she was abused, she would time. need that yeah. validation from somewhere. Yeah. And a, an older man, like even if it wasn't like sexual and maybe it was just like complimentary and I have you and I'll protect you and stuff like that. That would be a nice thing to cling on to. Mm. If you had suffered it. abuse by yeah, your I father. Get I get it. So whether it happened or not, you're like, it's nobody's business. But it probably would change the behaviours of the it lawyer would. if it was true. It would definitely change his behaviours. And like, I think again, like it's a security for her. I think that it would be security for her to have that older man protecting her. It, like, I, I think maybe she would have liked that. And maybe the but, protection and the, and the fatherly atmosphere also yeah. had that sexual connotation because she possibly because, could have been abused. Yeah. I get Maybe that. she led him a bit closer than she should have. Yeah. And I get it. Yeah, and it's a young, attractive woman that he f- is protecting. Yeah. So, so then the, the next question naturally would be, do, what do you think about George? Um, I have to fence, is he a molester? Is he part of the murder situation? Is he the reason for Kaylee's death in the first place? Did he assault her, kill her, mm. and then bury the body and tell Casey to shut the fuck up about it. I definitely think there was some form of abuse, whether it be mental abuse or physical abuse. There was abuse there. That girl is not normal. And it's not the family, any interviews or anything, it's not a normal family dynamic. So you think a pathological liar who goes into a psychological evaluation who yeah. says, while she's on the hook for murder of her baby, yeah. m- couldn't totally fabricate a, a domestic sexual abuse situation to get sympathy knowing that it would be public information. I don't know why you'd bother being painted as even more of a liar when you've but, been but pulled it's, for... But it's only, it's only her word against his at that point. Yeah. 
Now she had already. I just doesn't say right. Sp- sprinkled out the breadcrumbs of this story but with like her, her ex boyfriends yeah, and all this kind of stuff. If he's saying like what? Oh, well, like why would you say like you've been abused by your brother and your dad? And now she's estranged from both of them. Yeah. And trying to continue on a relationship with her with her mother. And the psychological evaluator said she's absolutely displays genuine trauma, trauma signals, yeah. trauma symptoms of denial and emotional yeah. dis- Some kind of, I think some kind of abuse yeah. did happen. Yeah. And um, I think that George did help cover, if he didn't, if, if he didn't kill the baby, I think then he definitely helped her cover up maybe because of the guilt, Me because too. he had abused her. I'm, I'm on board with that. And then about the uh, the poor nanny, should should her court case have gone the other way? Because her uh, life poor, is poor poor Zanny. Yeah, um, Zanny the nanny. Like I don't think I don't think your one case he like was like oh I'm going to ruin this woman's life. Like, no, I don't think it was deliberate. Uh, no, defamation. I don't think it was. But not a lot of defamation is to be honest, Amy. Like a lot of people say some shit. They're on the radio and they're like, oh yeah, that lad's gay. Yeah. And then the next thing you're on a, on the hook for fucking sixty grand. Yeah. You know? But I just think like what a bizarre like that's just unfortunate that that's your name now. that's a very unusual name that's what I was just going to say the chances of rolling the dice like if it was Jane Brown like you'd be like oh geez, that's terrible shit there's loads of Jane Browns but I think that she thought she was making up a name yeah and like (laughs) Gonzalez is a pretty common I know but the first one isn't Zanadia yeah that's what I think I think somebody said to her like Oh yeah, who's looking after Kaylee? She's like Zanny the nanny, like having a joke about Xanax. Yeah, and then she was and googling, googling what names start with Z. Yeah, that you could turn in. Yeah, you know, that's weird, right? That is weird. Oh god, that's messed up, isn't it? But I think it's like the confluence of a bunch of accidents that ended up happening. Like accidents a, a, that no one will take responsibility for. Yeah, a whole lot of accidents happen. An actual physical event happened, and then trying to piece together the innocence of yeah. that physical event with all of these other mad lies. Yeah, ended up occluding the truth so much that the jury were like, "Oh, we can't convict her because there's reasonable doubt that she didn't do it." Yeah, a lot of people thought she was guilty. Yeah, but they couldn't all come to a unanimous decision. And it would be different her, if it was just like that child's head was smashed there was a violent death there yeah we you found know, the weapon with the fingerprints and yeah. that's it you know open and shut case Johnson like yeah. it's done this was so spurious so, and yeah just, Jesus, very, just, very odd if you lie and lie and lie you might get away with something do you know what I mean that's exactly yeah. what you tell kids to not do <laughs> yeah <laughs> well done George what, what what you're just saying is uh, to a child when you tell a child the story of the, you know the, the boy who cried wolf oh yeah yeah that's not really it's not really a parable about teaching a child not to lie yeah. it's just teaching them not to tell the same lie twice yeah because you get caught for it. Because it always comes in trees. Like you said, there's a wolf. And they came in and, and then he did it again. And they're like, and the third time the wolf ate him. Yeah, just, tra- ate just, cha- yeah, just change your life. Change your life. That's up. what she done. She, she was like, oh, I work there. Oh, I don't work there. It was the nanny. Okay, it wasn't nanny. My dad raped me. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> but, but the way you say that, my dad raped me sounds like, like the last swipe. At, like, I know. I'm a victim now. This is know? horrible. Every it time is. I think I make my mind up, I'm changing it. That's the... Uh, that's the foibles of the off defense. We have to, we have to just finally come down and, and decide. Yeah. Uh, and then, what do you think then about about the medical examiner and the judge's quotes? I think both of those things quite obviously display their opinion towards yeah. Casey Anthony, towards the family, and towards the case that they absolutely knew that it was a travesty of justice. But because of the yeah. system that we're in, that's all that could be done, right? It's just, it's really, it's really upsetting for yeah. even the judge to be like, look, 
kind of thought that she she would have got charged, but that's that's the way it is. What can you do? Like, what did you go to college for? <laughs> yeah. What are you here what for? Can you do? Well, if if, the jury, <laughs> yeah. if you're in a jury, if you're in a jury sitch, oh. that's the crack. I think ten days for her for her. Ten days. Ten days is not a lot. Even but just for was, telling lies. Her life is ruined. Yeah, her life is ruined. Ruined. But who'd want to be? Who'd want to have a life if your child was dead? Oh, people have kids that die and go on and live full. Not under know. those circumstances. Maybe it would not. always, always like something. you'd never. I don't think you would ever sleep at night properly again. Yeah, uh, yeah. You maybe. know, you'd be wondering. You would always be wondering. You'd never I be mean, able to rest. I mean, like you hear people being like families in Syria or you know Sierra Leone or yeah. Venezuela now with fucking earthquakes and all sorts of mad yeah. eating out of bins and like there's shittier things that happen. There are. No, there are shittier things that happen. But I just think that if that woman loved her daughter, like you wouldn't be, you'd always feel something empty, but she seems to be like saying, oh, I don't know what happened and I sleep fine at night. If you don't know what happened, you wouldn't be able to sleep fine at night. You'd have to get to the bottom of it. That's that. Maybe she knows what happened and she's made peace with it, and that's how she can sleep at night. That's a really monstrous idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the social aspect to it. Yeah. People are like, I don't believe that she's innocent or she couldn't sleep. Like, that's a very hard thing to get over. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people take advantage of with juries and stuff. They, they, they appeal to that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not going to ask for the lovely audience to uh, tell me your stories of murder and, and oh, you know, like, obviously, you will have an opinion about this. Mm. Um, that's it for this show for those conspiracy guys for this time but if anything that we said in the show you know reached out to you if you can add anything to that conversation and I know that there are loads that will and can because we've had stuff like this before and they've reached out please do I'm going to do a live chat about this uh, when the show is out and you know you can join in I keep it up on, on Patreon the lads will know and I put it out on social media if you can add that into this conversation Get me info at thoseconspiracyguys.com or all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all the whole crack. Like, reach out. Let me know what you think. It's by no, it's by no means finished. Like, this conversation would go on. There'll be extra stuff. I know what I know. Amy knows what she knows. Yeah. It's as much as we could do to find out this stuff from the internet. There is a lot of stuff that we left out. A lot of very deep scientific stuff. A mm. lot of, I guess, unless you want us to transcribe what was going on in the courtroom and, and go through those videos. And they're much more interested to watch yourself. Yeah. To see the lads doing the, the you know, the, the, the chloroform evidence as it was put out in the courtroom yeah. is like, are you saying that this bitch is cooking chloroform? Like the defense, the defense lawyers, there's a woman and a man. And the way they go on makes it look like they're doing like a stars in their eyes. Like tonight, Matthew, I'm oh going to be God. a lawyer. Like it's so fucking odd the stuff that did came you see out with. where she was like did you research this mm. like 84 times yeah. 84 times and she just keeps saying 84 times that was like, over the, the she said she googled the chloroform was mentioned but they did this com- computer this is very short they did a computer yeah. analysis of the of the of the search engine and it said 84 times and one found out to, to be and she's like 84 what it actually yeah. turned out to be was they went onto one website about chloroform and there was 84 instances Mentions, of the word yeah, of in chloroform. one webpage. Yeah. So it was entirely moot. But the fact that they're hammering this thing in, it's such a fucking weird phenomenon. I yeah. think there's about Just, six, six, seven hours on YouTube yeah. of all court proceedings, less the, the judgments and less all that stuff. And there's a final statement from uh, the judge that's like, 
he doesn't want to be saying you're not guilty, but fuck it, he's saying it anyway. He really didn't want to say that. No, no, no. Do you know? Definitely didn't. Um, yeah, so you can get us on all the social medias. Check it all out on doseconspiracyguys.com so I'll have extra little bits and bobs. I, I'm going to be hosting the documentary. I'm going to be hosting these videos we're talking about and all the other uh, uh, extra materials on BitChute because YouTube are acting the cunt and we can't put stuff up there because they're all like, Wah. so go to bitchute.com slash guys. You can watch this uh, if you want to watch it again, I know some people are down for the double development. You can watch the video version of this and see our lovely faces on youtube.com slash those conspiracy guys and uh, check it out. We're, we have a camera in studio now doing it. Joe Rogan style. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it's very cool. I'm yeah. really enjoying these. Uh, we have recorded all of these in a bulk in August, September, October 2018. If you want to help, if you want to find out more, if you want to support, if you want to be sound and buy me a beer for the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours that uh, that I've made of this show, Get a fiver, ball it up, throw it up the internet at me. You can get me at paypal.me slash those conspiracy guys. And you can also support the show through patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys. And there's loads of stuff on it. Told you at the start of the show, I don't have to labor the point. It's not just like money for money. This is like, you can have some stuff. You're helping us make that shit. Um, that's it. I just want to say thanks so much to Amy. Thank you. For joining us. It's been, it's, I guess it's been surreal for you because you've been listening to the show for so long and now it's you're like, so oh, weird. Yeah, it's I like, can oh my listen God. to myself now. I know, but I don't think I can. I am no. aware how I sound. Do you not, do you not go back to your own stuff when you, you no, know, watch No, I back don't. Can you watch myself on screen? It's like Johnny Depp, he doesn't do that either. No, no, I know what I've done there and I don't want to see. I love lo- lo- looking at myself. No, it's sometimes now. Sometimes <laughs> I was uh, expecting like a yeah, like you were like yeah. No, I know that you're a narcissist. No, I do know. No, not unless <laughs> unless I think I done something really wrong and I can learn from it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. If you do a Magdalene one, and don't ask me to do it. Oh, the Magdalene laundries. You, and me, and Claire will do a Magdalene laundries when yes. we get back from America. It's going to yes. happen. He's not a man of God. You're not a man of God. <laughs> That's it for those conspiracy guys for this time. I hope you like Casey Anthony. We left a lot of stuff out. If you want to talk about it, like I said, live chat, there'll be videos on BitChute. Go and check it out. There's loads to read. Too much for a podcast. There is another great podcast from the last podcast on the left where they go through a lot of stuff. Information is there. And uh, on YouTube, there's loads and loads of docs. And we put that stuff up on BitChute for you. So thanks very much for listening. That's it for the, those conspiracy guys for this time. That's me, Casey Anthony. We've been those conspiracy guys. I'm Gordo. And I'm Amelia Stewart. And we'll see you again next time. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>